know, I love that music. I love this time of day. Mornings with Matt and Bob powered by Chewy. Oh, yeah. Gives us me. It gives me. I don't know about you, Chewy. Sense of purpose. I got sense of belong. I do too. I got the the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up right now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome to the experience. Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. What we like to do every morning because there's about I don't know four or five thousand of you that move to town every day now. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're popping in. I like to introduce the players taking the field, so you know. The names and the voices of the people and the, the man straight ahead. Yeah. Man, he was filling my soul with some soul music. Like, we like to get the show started off the air with the big JBL studio monitors in here. We I start, love these. We start I'm... cranking some of our favorite tunes. When they fire me, I'm stealing me. And they're a little off the format, but uh, they're not going over the air. They're just being played in here. We have a little dance party in the morning. Six o'clock in the morning. Get the blood gone. Uh, and that's thanks to Chewy. What did that do say about Chuck Taylors in that song? They're still grooving. It was 2004, that song. That. That's Charlie. I don't Brown. know about that. I don't think they're still grooving. Anyway, uh, this is the man that's still grooving. He's the heavyweight champ in every aspect of his life, ladies and gentlemen. Man, this guy has so many interests, so many hobbies. It's almost, uh, it's almost, well, he's a renaissance man. He's also our producer. He takes your phone calls on the fly, keeps the levels five by five. And uh, he's here for you every morning, ladies and gentlemen. He's a trooper. He's a stormtrooper. Ladies and gentlemen, please, you would do me the honor of uh, putting your hands together for this man, Mr. Chewy Eldorado. Thank you so much. Oh, man. A Panasonic man. Because the weed pen is hot right now. Mm. The kids love the pen. Benjamin. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'll teach you about the kids. Uh, right now in front of me is the gentleman that just introduced myself. <laughs> That's all uh, got. He's got the voice. I don't. He's got the looks. I don't. He's got the talent. Oh. He's got the artistic integrity. Mm. He's got the fashion. He's got it all nailed down. He's a father of three. Yeah. A lover of many. Yeah. And a man that is, well, he smells so good every time he comes in here. I don't put anything on. He's been on, he's been in the movies. Yeah. He's been on stage with yeah. me. Yeah. And he is here with you for 30 years now. Giving 30, you. Actually, 33. His beautiful dulcet 32, tones. 32. And making you his, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Bearden. Hey. 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 Well done. I like that. Pivot. That was nice. I and thought you were going to introduce. I thought you were introducing me for a second. <laughs> I was. was. That was one. for Bob Fonseca, ladies oh. and gentlemen. The man that does it all. Now, now, Mr. Bob Fonseca. Now the man here looks like he just stepped off the set of Yellowstone, 1923, ladies and gentlemen. He's rocking his brand new tiger head hat, and he's got his. Uh, Got alligator boots on. He got a wig hat and shades to match. They kept the teeth on those boots. Look at that. High heel shoes and an alligator hat. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what can I say about this man other than, uh, well, he's Austin's greatest living storyteller. All right. He's been on stage. Mm. He's been on screen. Oh. He was a star of episodic television in a sitcom. No. Yeah. Pete and Pete. He was like he was like the Mr. Furley. Mm. No. He was more like rerun on what's happening. Oh, I love hey, when he Raj. does that dance. 
<laughs> hey, Rob. What was the name of the little girl on that show? I don't know. Uh, she was good. Anyway, uh, he is, uh, he's got a big year planned for himself, the show, and the truck that he drives, ladies and gentlemen. Please put your hands together. For the marvelous Matt Bearden. Guys, oh. I'm running late this morning. Oh, you're early for tomorrow. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Mm-hmm. Definitely, but definitely, I, I, I've been running behind since the day. Well, I've been running behind since I was born, but mm. since this day started, man, I've been way behind today. No, no. Yeah, was yeah, it a trash yeah. day or something in your neighborhood? Oh what, what, God, what, 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 you? I am. I'm, I'm, no, I did I'm trying a, to think of the things that put me behind in the morning. I did have a, to do the turnaround today. Oh no! What you forget? Uh, oh nothing. Just like my phone and my bag. Oh, oh just I was running things. behind, and I don't know. And when I left, I was like, man, I feel like I'm forgetting something. I just got in the truck, drove, got all the way to I-35. I was like, I don't have my phone. I don't have my computer. I don't have my headphones. Yeah, nothing. All the, all the tools of nothing. the trade. And I have nothing that I need to do my job. I don't know where my where my brain was this morning. It's just one of those days, I guess. Yeah. I got to the car and had to go back, too, because I forgot they're spraying for pests, a pest control people, and I had to go, like, hide all my weed stuff. Hey. And I don't think they care. I hear uh, Are you still having indigestion issues? Is that what it is? I thought it was just a burp. I mean, a hiccup. Oh, is that what it was? I don't know. I'm asking. On uh, Monday, you could barely talk because you had eaten... Uh, a fine, a succulent chicken meal at midnight. Mm. I ate a, uh, I started taking fiber supplements. Oh, that's not good. Because oh, I need that. Y'all don't take fiber? That's why y'all are bloated. I don't oh, need to take boy. fiber. It's in my food. No, nah, but like a little extra help. You're not eating You know, if you fiber. get too much fiber, you get indigestion, mm-hmm. and it constipates you. Okay, well, I just took it last night, so. <laughs> so we'll see what <laughs> happens. <laughs> I'm hoping for the best. I like that. I like. I like that you were like. You know what I mean? I bet if I add one fiber supplement supplement today, this day is gonna go. This day is gonna end up properly. It's it's took it last night. I feel great. Feel less bloated, but I don't know. Mm. Still trying to get my workout routine every day. Yeah. Don't worry about it. No, I need twice have, a day. You have a whole year to get. You have a whole year to get twenty twenty four going. No, but I like. I'm I'm at the beginning. I'm at the. I mean, I have strength, but it's like I just started running or learning how to run. Learning to fly. <clears throat> I'm doing the new TikTok challenge, the bed rotting thing. That's what's hot with kids too. <laughs> is it's, that a real thing that's yeah, going on right yeah. now? Is what bed is rotting. I think it was the end of last year. Describe sometime. that. What is that? Uh, let me look. I'm it not up, up with what, what the kids are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, bed rotting or lying in bed is a phrase for social media trend wherein a person stays in bed for an entire day without oh, okay. engaging in daily what's activities old, and chores. What's old is new again. Didn't John and Yoko do that in the '60s? Uh, I guess so. Uh, yeah. Didn't they have bed ins and they did for peace and they stayed in their bed yeah, for a week? Like that. I think they stayed in their week in, in Canada. And, uh, I mean, in their bed for a week in Canada. One, I think they did it a couple times. That's wild for Gen Z to make depression so, a trend. So why don't they give credit where credits due to the lovely John and Yoko? John didn't stay in bed all day. The hell they didn't. And what's more. They let the press come in and interview them while they, they were in bed. They did. Was it that good? What was it? What was it? What? Nobody knows what exactly they had going on, man. I, I, they did I it for peace. Okay. Are the kids doing it for anything other than just being lazy? Are they, doing, are they doing it for a cause or to raise money or just to get viral? Did Yoko eat it? What, is she what do you mean? I mean, what eat is she? What? 
They weren't doing it the <laughs> whole time. They weren't doing it. They sometimes they, they just would said, be naked come on by bed, and, and come check on, us out. Check but they us weren't. out and bring lunch or whatever and interview Does us. Everything have to be sex with, with with you. You're in bed all day. Yes. Naked. Yes. All right. Talking. I'm sorry. For bring peace. sex into the okay. There was time of the Vietnam War. That's well, what they were thinking about. Instead of bed rotting or whatever you're, what do you? Is it bed rotting? Rotting? Yeah, bed or rot. rotting. Rotting, like rotting, like rotten food. Well, that doesn't sound appealing. What are, well, these I mean, kids? It's a, what are these kids thinking? I don't know. You couldn't put this how in a way they? that sounds And how appealing. long are they doing it? I mean, uh, at least an entire day. All day. Every day? It's not, unless it's like three days in a row. I don't even unless count Unless you're doing it. a week, but let's give credit where credit's due. Everybody they didn't invent this. They did not invent that. Thank you. No, Sleeping they, in? <clears throat> they made it a trend. Even when you sleep in, you get up at noon and go do something. Not that much. You've stupid never dog. My stupid dog. My my stupid. Not my not my rescue dog, but my the purebred's always the, the purebred. Open the gate, Dick bro. Weed. Just open the gate. Mouth breathing. Leave the gate. King open. Charles gate started open. barking at like four in the morning. Just leave four the in the morning. Open. I had another hour to sleep. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. Did I? Mm-mm. But now I'm kind of fully awake. It's kind of better. You want me to drive? Kind of better to get up earlier. But I'll go drop that dog off somewhere. You want me to? <laughs> you don't think I've thought about it? My <laughs> wife. Sometimes my wife will. She'll be like, I'll hear, I know what I'll, you're hear I'll hear from her op, from the from her little office area. Yeah. And she goes, Hey, did someone open the front door? Leave it open. <laughs> I go, Oops. Oops. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Where are the dogs? I go, I don't know. I'm glad I have an easy maintenance pet. Clawsby, he don't even want the expensive food. If it's not the four dollar tender centers meow mix, he's upset. I don't even know what that he's tenders upset. are. Does it come in a can or what? No, it comes in a box mm. at the corner store. That's the thing. Mm. That's it. Alley cat was uh, I remember I had a, a roommate for a while, and that's what he fed his cat. It was Alley Cat. It was the cat food that you got at like seven eleven. Uh, uh I don't we don't go that cheap, but he would that's love that he, still. Yeah, that's what he he was just like because he would forget to buy food all the time. And then driving home drunk, he'd be like, oh, man, I haven't fed my cat in like four days. And at 2 o'clock in the morning, he'd stop at a stop and rob somewhere. If I forget to f- food, I go to the convenience store, get him some wet food. He, lo- he likes it, too. But those tenor centers, he goes crazy. I thought about trying them. He loves them so much. So, Have you tried them? Mm-mm. That could be part. I hear they're, I hear they're great. They're Full of a uh, full of fiber. It's click click boom time. We go through the clickbait, so you don't have to. So you don't have to. Hey, uh, our friends are coming in this morning later this morning from uh, Alamo Draft House. You guys ever been? Ever heard of it? Alamo uh, Draft House. They're they're the ones that su- serve you food and alcohol while you watch a movie. Well, they're kind of the ones that change the whole movie watching experience. Started right here in Austin. Uh, it's gone around the nation now. Uh, changed hands a couple times, but uh, uh, they're coming in to talk about this new thing called it's like the Alamo Year Pods or something. Mm-hmm. A cool thing where they're oh, selecting certain years and then showing movies, not like necessarily the best movies of those years, but the movies that help define that year in movie making. I'll let them run it all down for us. But I thought some click, click, boom to get us ready. Uh, here's a list of uh, the the seven era defining movies from the '80s. These are the okay. ones most loved by by critics. 
You know, I know what's going to be on here. Can I name? Can I guess one? Just sure. Go, yeah. Because yeah. 1980, the very first year of the 80s, or is that technically the last year of the 70s? Uh, 19, well, here's the weird thing. 1980 is technically the last year of the 70s. But at the very first, we consider it to be the 80s. In the very first months of the 80s, 1980, the greatest movie of the 80s already happened. Really? In the first year, in the very first months, and nothing topped it. Okay. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. I thought you were going to say that. Raging Bull. Never seen Raging Bull. Oh. I actually just watched it like six oh years ago. Oh, my God. I'll, Did you say I actually just watched it, and I was waiting, and, he goes, and you go, and six, and I'm like, all right, days? Mm-mm. We, I actually just watched it like six years ago or something. I remember just, I think I lived over here at CJ's. So it was like five years ago. Four. Four or five. Or yeah. six. That opening. Not, but you can't count that as just watching. That opening title credits. When it's a 40-year-old movie, you can say I just watched it six years ago. That opening title credits with the with that Italian opera theme. That was good. Who thought oh of that? Oh, my God. Slow, super slow motion. Black you need to watch white. it. Oh, my God. Let's watch I, it. I'll watch it. Most watch cinematic it. thing I've ever seen. I don't know if it's the best boxing movie, but it's... Well, well I don't think it's... But yeah, it's, it's the best, more, one of the top more tier More like movies. a gangster movie than a boxing movie. It's, it's a nice mix. That's where right. De Niro put on like 80 pounds. 80s? I'm excited to hear what Alamo's uh, showing. Is that uh, the I Could Have Been a Contender, or is that all along the waterfront? My horse, what was it? What was it? A horse, a horse, my kingdom for a horse. I haven't had a winner in five weeks. The ring is the thing. He does that whole speech, that whole monologue in front mm-hmm. of the mirror. That's entertainment. That's entertainment. At Jersey Mike's, they slice it fresh. <laughs> Oh, that came from that movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my right. Jake LaMotta blended with my uh, same, Danny DeVito. Same guy. <laughs> same guy. And then Joe Pesci, right? Isn't that the first time we saw Joe Pesci in a movie? Raging Bull? I, I can't think of one earlier. Yeah. It was amazing. Well, let's get into it, all right? Ladies all right. and gentlemen, let's start out. Go These ahead. are the seven mo- era-defining movies of the 80s. First one on the list is When Harry... Met Sally, the oh. ultimate rom-com. They say, can men and women ever really be friends? Uh, they say. Now, here's the thing. This is how because twi- this is probably written by twenty year old. Goes. It seems a little ridiculous to ask, can men and women ever be friends in the in 2024? But in the 1980s, okay. Sounds like a cuck to me. <laughs> I was gonna say. Of course men and women can totally be friends. Okay, yeah. Men have gotten better at acting like your friend. Or like they don't care. Right. Sounds like it's an ugly girl that wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh, we're in trouble already. Yeah, yeah. It's Mike it down, 654. We're in trouble. Uh, when Harry Met Sally, last uh, rom-com of all rom-coms. Uh, friendship. It's tender, it's timeless, it's uproariously funny. Mm. What do you mean, mm? Oh, no, I'm sorry, I was just clearing my throat. I got those, I got that scene. Were you fever. not a When Harry Met Sally I get all three fan? of those movies mixed up. All three I of them, get, that's one movie. I get When Harry Met Sally, Sleepless in Seattle. No, not good. Not even on and the same page. What do you talk, and there was another one. Wasn't is was Harry Met Sally when she fakes the thing? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. but wasn't there another movie with Meg Ryan or another one with uh, Joe versus the volcano? 
Maybe. I don't know. That's a good one. I like that's the only one I like out of I don't know three. where she went, but she was the it actress for she a really while was. at Meg at Meg Ryan. And then she was married to Dennis Quaid. Remember our good friend Dennis Quaid? I've like, never Where's he been? Come on, man. I've never seen Harry Met Sally. What was that really orgasm scene in the diner? What, like the cake was really good? No, dude, was... you got to watch. I'll watch Raging Bull, but you got to watch When Harry Met Sally. Oh, man, it's not the same. Yes, it is. It's a great movie, When Harry Met Sally. Just tell me why she was doing that. He Proving he, she was faking? He says, uh, what, he says in a conversation, it's a good movie. You got to watch it. But they, basically, he says that a woman's never faked with him. And she goes, of course they have. And he goes, no, I would know I, the I difference. Know. Yeah. And, he, and she goes, no, you, you wouldn't know the difference. And then she just fakes one loudly right there. And then Tom Hanks takes her to the top of the Empire State Building. Yeah. And then, she, and then Tom Hanks jumps into a volcano. Because I think that could be, I've never even seen the movie, but I know that line is probably one of the greatest lines in the when, movie. Uh, when the lady goes, I'll have what she's I'll having. I'll have what she's having. Right. Because mm. I've done that line and I've never even seen the movie. The movie is, the movie is filled with that. If somebody just vomited at the dinner table, you could say that line. I'll have, what she's, I'll have what she's yeah. having. I like if some. <laughs> you could say that. I love that. That's I my know. favorite dinner table. My line. other favorite one is uh, you can't park there. It doesn't matter what anybody's doing. You go. You can't park there. <laughs> Where's that? What yeah. movie is that from? No, it's, it's not, not. It's just a meme. It's just a thing that people uh, do. Like when you drive by or uh, someone's wreck. at a wreck, you go. You can't park there. Oh, they have to be like in a wreck or flipped over. Is that's funny, clever. Right? Hey, you can't park there. Like bed rotting. That's yeah. clever. But it's also fun if somebody just vomits in a restaurant. You go, hey, you can't park there. <laughs> uh, next in line uh, from 1981. A genre definer, if you will. Nazi melting climax. Can you can you guess it from that from that hint? Nazi melting climax. What well, Schindler's List was in the 90s, right? <laughs> I don't know. Did they melt? Any Nazis in Schindler's List? I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. That's pretty good. Dun, dun, dun. Harrison Ford went hard in the 80s and 90s. Uh-huh. Yeah, he did. Booby-trapped opening sequence. Nazi-melting climax. Action-packed moments. Action-packed Pee-wee. Karen Allen as Marion Ravenwood. That was good. I think I saw it a few times. It was good, dude. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to watch it again. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, really. Then they realized how much kids loved it, and every subsequent movie had to have kid elements in it. Yeah, it got cornier. It got way cornier. But that first one, whoo. The last one wasn't bad. I yeah, never the saw The one that came one. out last year or whatever, or the year before. Mm-hmm. I think it was last year. It wasn't horrible. It had that Fleabag girl in it. I love I anytime someone. I should know someone, her name, but I can't remember it. Anytime somebody gets excited, someone excited with a movie by saying it wasn't terrible. No, I mean I walked in with no expectations and I left going, yeah, yeah. pretty good. Held my attention. Pretty. I didn't walk out. Pretty. I mean, pretty, if it's like the, the fourth sequel, yeah, you expect it. It's not hard to, be to that do. Great. It's hard to do. Yeah. yeah, give me some more movies I can talk intelligently about. Matt. Okay. What's funny is we have not gotten very far. We've only gotten through two of these. I could do this all morning. I love old movies. This movie I went to go see on a first date with a girl. Oh. Were you nervous? I was a little nervous. Here's the problem. She had a strict mom, and I don't know how into me she was. So mm. we dated for a while, but I'm not sure she was ever truly into me. But um, her name is Jane. I get those. And, uh, yeah. But so in this movie, she's like, well, I have to go. And I'm like, but it's literally 
the climax. Like the movie's ending, and she's like, yeah, I got to go. I got to be home at a certain time. And I was like, you can't be in like 15 minutes late? And she's like, no. So I had to get up and leave, and I didn't know how this movie ended mm. for like five years until it came out on VHS. <laughs> but uh, this is going to be from 1989, and it was the breakout piece for a man named Spike Lee, Do the Right oh, Thing. Oh, man. It's on Netflix. That was heavy. Was that the movie that I had the line, baby, baby, please, baby, please, baby, please? No, I think you're thinking of Baby Back Ribs commercial. No, no, no. There was a line in there where he was trying to get the girl to go out with him or something. He's like, baby, baby, please, baby, please. It's set over the course of one day on one single block. In Bed-Stuy, right? It's so good, dude. I know, I remember. It was a really good movie. But it also, as someone like me who was in the sticks in northern Houston... Couldn't relate. Well, it was just showed me a whole new world mm-hmm. that I only that I really didn't really know about. It was, it was uh, eye-opening for me. Um, all about the uh, intermix of Italian Americans, Korean immigrants, mm-hmm. African American residents, outer, bur- outer boroughs of Bed Stuy, Sal's famous pizza. Hey, yeah. Sal! 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 How come you ain't got no brothers on the wall? Danny I'll have I- what he's having. Danny, <laughs> Danny Aiello. Yeah. Oh yeah. Whatever. Danny Aiello. He's gone, he, right? Yeah. He passed away. Yeah. yeah he got. Uh, he got killed in a riot in Bedstuy. Did that win the Academy Award that year? No, I don't think it won anything. No, Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. Yeah. yeah Spike a whole bunch Lee of got actors. those Nike yeah. commercials after that. Yeah. Uh, at number four from 1980. 1980. Could it be Raging Bull? Of course. The From best, 1980. Best movie of the 80s. A seemingly normal family lose their minds to cabin fever. Evil Dead. Nope. No. Nope. The House a on the seemingly Left. The Shining. The Shining. There you go. What? That's not a cabin. No, that's a to cabin damn fever. hotel mansion, oh. hotel, whatever. I didn't say it was in a cabin. I just said to cabin fever. So Stephen had, King. You don't need a cabin. Uh, was famously not a fan of the uh, of the movie. Uh, I famously was not. Better. I like it had its moments, but I thought it was a little jumbled. But there was some really good parts in it. It's Kubrick's only true horror movie, uh, The Shining. It's pre- It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty pretty. It's just different than what you exp- I don't I know. also I just think that it. horror movies are particularly good when someone takes that much time to craft them. Yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of times a horror movie is just thrown together in six just weeks. Give us give me give me, you know, twelve pounds of give blood, me a bunch of blood bags yeah. and let's we'll get this thing shot. Let's and, have some teenagers having but, sex and that's it. That's the it. best horror movies are the ones that, that create a lot of tension. Yeah. And don't show you everything up front. Mm-hmm. You're just waiting for the horror to happen and you're not sure how it's gonna happen. Such is life. Because the most, like, scariest scene in the, that movie doesn't have any blood at all. Which one? When you realize... Oh, the axe? The, no, but the part where you realize that, oh, he's insane. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. On the typewriter. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. Wow, dude. I didn't even say what he was typing. Right? I mean, that's horrific, but it's not horror in the traditional... I it's think being discovery. stuck in one of those mazes is probably the scariest I'll remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never... All right. Next movie. Are you ready? From 1980. Is it going to be Raging Bull? Is it going to be Raging Bull, ladies and gentlemen? 1980. 1980. Uh, 
This film rewrote the rules of uh, of Hollywood sequels and what a sequel could be. Oh, 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 oh. The Pig movie. Godfather 2. Babe 2. Lost in the City. Or Babe in the... Pig in the City. Sister Act 2 wasn't until 98. No, that was in the 90s. Wait a minute. What a sequel could be. Star Wars. Which Star Wars? The the best Star Return Wars. Return of the Empire. No, no, Empire. The Empire Strikes Empire Back. Empire Strikes Back. Because Lucas didn't direct that one. As brilliant as 1977 Star Wars was, The Empire Strikes Back is the film in the series which established Star Wars as a truly great series, instantly dismissing fears that the first movie could have been a fluke. The second part of the iconic trilogy goes to darker, more interesting places. It effectively makes its heroes and villains more complex. Yeah. And is overall a flawlessly paced space opera. Because I think, I want to say the the guy's name, was it Irvin Kirshner directed that? Some other guy, Lucas remember. didn't direct that. He, he produced it, but he stepped aside, and that's when it got good. It's hard to imagine any mass appeal, sci-fi or action movie ever surpassing it, says uh, Collider Magazine. Even just the open on Hoth. That, thing, that was great. It really was a, uh, a pretty good movie, wasn't it? Is that Luke, You Are My Father? Or was that three? No, that, number two. Yeah. No, he did, but he doesn't. I'm your, he doesn't. Luke, I'm your son. I'm your, I'm your father. father. I'm your no! father. <laughs> <laughs> and those walkers, those imperial walkers, those were so cool. Dude. I've never seen it. I never watched it. The other it. thing what? was, is... is uh, would, out of the three of us, I would think one of us would be obsessed with it. Dude, Harrison know. Ford was... He was the he was on top of it for a while, wasn't he? Speaking of that, did you see the cutaway shots of him reacting to, to Joe Coy? No, um, I haven't seen Golden any Globes. of that. Like, they, just literally, just like, and I don't even I don't even think Coy was like keying in on him at all. But Harrison was toward the front of the stage, and you could just see Harrison's embarrassment and just like, but just how bad it was. Just, Eyes down to the floor and turning away, on the, spinning his chair. Around. I got it. I got to check. I, I don't know why I haven't allowed myself to check out this Joe Coy hosting thing. Why don't I you bet message I'm gonna, him? Why don't you message him and it. check in on him? I bet it's. I'm gonna love it. I make sure he's okay. Look, when you're a jerk to me, I never forget about it. Oh come on! Oh, he was a jerk to you. We talked about this the other day, didn't we? Right, they well, called him me. Jerk Coy. I didn't. I didn't. But that'd have been good. Yeah, no, I just have spent a long time not really liking him, and uh, for no real reason. It's kind of petty. Yeah, he just was a pain in my ass, kind of a jerk one week. Really? That I worked with him. Yeah. Where's he from? L.A. based? He was in L.A. He was an Ice House comic at the time, yeah. and uh, I don't know. He just Matt, you know how you get rubbed the wrong way by somebody, and I just spent a week with him, and I was just like, God, I just oof. Matt's mad. Joko is funny. All right, all right, here we go. Coming in at number two, got to be the Raging Bull. Ladies and gentlemen, hit me. Harrison Ford sci-fi classic, 1982. Blade Runner. Blade Runner, ladies and gentlemen. Runner. There's about eight different versions of Blade Runner. There's so many different director's cuts. I've never seen that one even. Blade dude, Ridley Scott, I think. It's so did, good, dude. Vangelis did the soundtrack. It's so good. Have you? Uh, you really haven't ever seen? It is glory. It is a glory. It's like a painting, dude. It's. But don't go watch the original release that came out in theaters. Go get Final Cut or Director's Cut and watch that. That's gonna be four hours. No, no, no. It's not even like like the Director's Cut. All the Director's Cut is is it 
Oh, they Harrison Hang Dong? No, they take the, uh, the voiceover out of it. And we had the star of the movie in here a couple years, few years ago before we the did. pandemic. We did. And Sean Young. And she rubbed, rubbed. Damn, up. she was hot. Wasn't Sean the one? Is Sean the one that rubbed you up, or Deborah Wing? Ooh. Deborah Winger. But she also did grab my chest as well. Ooh, was your blade running? Oh, Sean Young's the one though that went full out on. She was kind of the OG in the Weinstein thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember That's she was right. on the show That's and right. she went? She was just like she started really. She called out some people yeah. big time, and Amazing it was at the news. very beginning of me. It's before Me Too completely took off, but it made yeah, some, that was on TMZ. It made TMZ and stuff. The show did. But when you watch that. Blade Runner, I think you real- got our name wrong or something. But I know they always do. When you realize when you watch Blade Runner, there was not CGI had not been invented yet. That was all physical effects. Yeah. T- TMZ called us like the Morning and Bob program. Yeah, I was watching. The old Jurassic Park, and I, I miss the animatronic dinosaurs. I do That's too. A little more real. God, dude, Blade Runner is good, but you got to get the you got to watch the right because the the one that came out in theaters they had they to cut worried, it down. Yeah, they were worried that people were too dumb to the, understand it, and the runtime was too long. Because guess what? By the way, they weren't wrong. People are kind of dumb because it was kind of Christopher Nolan esque, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and it, it had a whole lot of narration and stuff to explain right. to you what was going on. They took all that out in later cuts. Well, narration is a lazy way to make a movie. Wow. Well, it is. You're not reading a book. You go there if you can't. I mean, Tell some a stuff story you, with the visuals. Yeah, yeah, then you're. That's just a cheap way and lazy way to. Even though it works really well in Goodfellas. Yeah. Oh, and the other girl who's in it, who's really young, is the girl who played the mermaid in Splash. Yes. What's her name? Yes, her. Hannah. Hannah. Hannah Barbera. Hannah Montana. Hannah. Ba- How do we forget? Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah. That's it. I thought you Hannah got it. Her. You nailed it. Boom. I've never Let's, seen it either. All right, guys. we got just enough time to go to the last movie. What's it going to be? Number one in the eight. Number one movie of the eight. I will Scarface. tell you this. I was right. I will Scarface. tell you this. It is actually from the movie, the year 1980. Scarface. Scorsese shots convo- convey the overly suspicious workings of of LaMotta's head, then back out to coldly observe the horrific violence that ensues. That amazing opening. Amazing movie. That's it. They say that uh, Raging Bull. Raging Bull. The most 80s defining movie. And it was in 1980. one of the all-time great feats of directing and one of the all-time great feats of screen acting. He never really could re- reproduce that. Like, you look at the work he does now, you look at even Goodfellas came close, but as far as an artistic statement, you would think he could just keep on knocking them out like that. But I loved that it. was the that was the pinnacle. Of his. I didn't. That know was how, like a painting, man. Yeah, it was like a master masterpiece. How was Taxi Driver supposed to make me? Taxi feel? Driver is amazing. It's supposed to scare the hell out of you. Okay, it's a horror movie. Essentially, I think it's a horror movie. Just felt some discomfort. And that that. Uh, yeah, the soundtrack of that one. Mm-hmm. Biopics Killer. are often marked uh, by all the dull respectability and formal safety. You will find none of that here. No. A take no prisoners sentiment that extends to De Niro's performance. Um, He's an anti hero in that. So is. Uh, and failed sleaze back mm-hmm. yeah. comic. Uh, anyway, I'll have to check it out. I've never seen it. Anyone seen Flower Moon yet? 
No, I haven't. If that's good. I, I, yeah, I hear it's like three and a half hours. I'm like, when am I going to get that kind of time? When am I, when, when am I going to get Just that make kind it of a time? I hear you. I hear you, dog. The people, pe- people are already dying. I report the news. Oh That's my what God. I do. It's Bob Fonseca's <laughs> Rock and Roll News. Oh, I'm trying to. Oh, my. What happened to my headphones there? All right. How you doing out there? It is time for the Rock and Roll News. My pretty things out there. What's happening? Yeah. We're off to a great start. Well, I thought we were off to a great start in rock and roll news. Oh, yes. And now, all of a sudden, people are already starting to they're starting to take dirt naps Uh-oh. all over rock and roll oh, land. Man. I don't know. Some of the names I'm not super familiar Is with. Is Doja Cat cat napping? I'm not even sure mm. she's rock and roll, but good question, Matt. I love Doja. Good question. Listen, I'm rock's last great reporter, and I'm here for you through exclusive contract with this station, KLBJ. And uh, I'm happy to bring you the rock and roll news every, every morning. And that's what I'll do today. I can find my phone. Anybody seen my phone? Uh, All right. Uh -uh. I'm going to have to go out to my car in the middle of the rock and roll news. Uh, All right. Here we go. Here we go. Ex-Scorpions drummer James Kotak. James uh, Kotak? Is deceased at 61, ladies and gentlemen. He's the drummer for Kingdom Come and formerly Scorpions has died at the uh, way too young, 61. TMZ has confirmed this. Louisville-born musician played in a myriad of bands throughout his career, including Buster Brown, Montrose. I introduced them once in an outdoor show. You want to hear it? You want me to... uh, Ladies and gentlemen... Please welcome Montrose. <laughs> People went crazy. Was and King then it? I introduced uh, uh, the Edgar Winter Band. You want that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Same show. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the Edgar Winter Band. We want Montrose. We want Montrose. No, that, none of that. that. The Montrose part, the Edgar Winter Band part didn't happen. Because just before I went on stage to introduce him, his manager came up to me and said, uh, Mantra, uh, uh, Edgar Winter, Winter doesn't need an doesn't introduction. Doesn't need an introduction. So then I went home with my tail between my legs, and then guess who called me at home? Edgar on Winter. my home phone. Edgar Winter? Edgar Winter. The Frankenstein? To apologize. That's the kind of that's the kind of cloud I had in the day. Really? Yeah. Hey, wait, did that really happen? That 100%. So back in the day, radio 100%. Radio was a big deal. 100%. And Edgar so went, I goes, "Hello." Management go, Hello? decided you were someone from the venue and was like, "Nah, dog." And then somebody was like, "Hey, that was a that was a that was a morning show DJ. You you guys effed up." He uh <laughs> called me at home. "Bob, yeah. Hey, this is Edgar Winter. How you doing, man?" What'd you say? Oh, my God. I, I hope you're not in the sun right now. He goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm already at home. Man. I didn't catch your set. He goes, well, my manager was out of line and, uh, you know, apologized. Anything I could do for you, let me know. Yeah, put on a, use a SPF. High SPF, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, true story. True story. Anyway, we're talking about we're talking about here James Kotak and uh, uh, let's see what uh, he was in Dio Warrant and he had his first considerable success with Kingdom Come, whose uh, eponymous 1988 debut uh, peaked at number 12 on the Billboard 200. And you guys went, remember Kingdom and Come, went don't you? Gold, and he was compared to uh, Led Zeppelin's drummer John Bonham. 
for his uh, veracity behind the skins. Well, and the skins yeah. are what, the, what we in rock and roll call the drums. Do you guys remember mm-hmm. Kingdom Come and how much Kingdom Come sounded exactly like Led, Led Zeppelin? Mm-mm. Yeah, they got in a little, a little. A lot of people were like, "Hey, you're just ripping off Led hey, Zeppelin." Hey, guess who's doing but a lot? Now it's cool to do. Guess who's doing a lot of thing? I'm sorry, Matt. I, I apologize. Ah, you were yes. adding some uh, color. Good to, question, Matt. To great, the, good, uh, good apology, Bob. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so mad at Ricky Phillips right now. Why? Huh? Because he told me some stuff that he was doing and blah, blah, blah and all that when I saw him over at Marshall's the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Explain to the people who Ricky Phillips oh, is. Oh, he's only like the guitar player or bass player for Sticks. Ricky, Whoa. Sticky, Icky, Phillips. And you're just running into him at Academy? And then I Academy, see an ad. Sports I and Outdoors? I, uh, I think it was at Marshall's. Or, anyway... Uh, we're both we're both going through the T-shirt section. What's going on in the, the music industry that that you and Ricky Phillips have to uh, have to shop at Marshalls now? I don't know. We know quality when we see it. I don't mind wearing last year's stuff. Anyway, uh, can I just say that if I see you in more Fubu, I've got to have to have talk <laughs> with you about what that's for. I've got my Vision Streetwear stuff on today. Uh, I'm trying to think of more stars uh, I can uh, see at Ross. Or I something. Got, uh, uh, an ad came across my uh, Instagram yesterday that. Uh, that Sticks is is playing uh, a residency at the Venetian later this month. Yeah, wow. You should go to the Venetian this month, check out Sticks playing. You want to know which one is Ricky Phillips? He's the guy in last year's Mark Echo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he might be listening. You better watch out. You better he watch. Don't you talk about Ricky then, that I way. Think. Anyway, uh, that's guy. I wish uh, if I didn't already have plans to go to the Venetian uh, to the Sphere. Isn't the sphere part of the Venetian? It can be. Uh, in February to see you too, I would go. I mean, I wish I could just go for a couple yeah, of weeks. You take enough just, mushrooms when you go to Vegas, and everything Vegas. can be a part of anything. The Rolling Stones are announcing more live albums they're releasing on CD and DVD. I don't know. I mean, how many live albums do you own? Well, everybody was like, we want more live albums. And they were like, don't get angry with, with me. me. I'll be honest with coming. you. I'm not a big live album guy. Do you like live albums? Uh, Put it in the comment. Let me know at bobsrocknews at gmail.com. I, can think of I know a couple of live albums that I really enjoy, but it's not a lot of them. I will say Frampton Comes Alive yeah. is fantastic. Me, and yeah. Modest Yahoo at Stubbs, I think. Was Jay Giles uh, Band, Full House. Uh, the original Woodstock. Jane's Addiction album that's just called Jane's Addiction that wasn't even available until rec- for a lot of people. You could only get it at concerts. Half of that was live and was really good. Yeah. Metallica's uh, live videos, like the Cliff Mall and stuff, are pretty solid. And Ooh. then if you're into the Grateful Dead, I would say that when you get bootlegs of shows, that tends to be fun. Yeah. That's all I can think of. Yeah, but the quality of bootlegs can be really horrible because sometimes they're just recorded with a microphone or off the board. Yeah, but the or Dead was like smart. That. They created a little area right next to the board, and you could buy a special ticket, and you could... Put up your own taping equipment there. They allowed for that yeah. instead of it being hidden bootlegs. And it, it, they ended up with some really good sounding bootlegs. Mm-hmm. Then they got smart and realized people love these bootlegs. And they started making and releasing their own off oh of the board. Matt, you're so knowledgeable. Yeah, good question. Ah, so knowledgeable about rock and roll. And finally, before we get to the rock and roll news, Junior, and the salute, uh, uh, Tool's drummer says that... Uh, 
Yeah, a lot of we got a lot of Tool fans out there in KLBJ we land. Love Tool. They may release an EP instead of an album next. Well, way to overachieve, Tool. Well, now, why, <laughs> what, what? You know, I mean, come on, you you can't come up with eight songs. But here's What's the, the thing. minimum number of songs. An EP should... with like songs that are fifteen minutes a piece. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be an album. Yeah. It's been four years since Fear Inoculum came out in August of 2019. The Rockers plan to hit the studio soon and may release, uh, or their their next release may be a bit different. Uh, The band members provided some updates about their next batch of material during a new interview with uh, some magazine called Revolver. They've apparently already started jamming and gathering ideas. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is like just when you, when you got something in the, ready to go, when you've got a torpedo in the yeah. tube, pew, let us know. Okay, you know but what? I don't need to know. I got. That, I took fiber I, last he night. He took I fiber don't. last night, so he could have a torpedo in the tube. When I was let a, him know. When I was a kid, I never heard news that John Lennon and Paul McCartney were were jamming. And maybe there was going to be some new records coming. Like, come on! Did you ever hear when? Um, I'm like, quiet, Matt. I'm jamming right now with Chewy. I'm sorry. Wish I could talk to you. Did now you did hear news when Bob Marley was jamming, didn't you? I'm jamming, a jamming. I thought jamming was a thing of the past. Anyway, you two. You two fans out there. You like a jamming too. You'll be getting new material hopefully this year. Now it is time. Hey, can I ask you a question, Bob? Yeah. Do you know what they're doing over at the Smuckers factory? The jamming. Uh, wait a minute. I haven't given the name oh. yet. Uh, let's do the salute first because oh, this is okay. one of my stringers. Uh, I don't think I've given him a salute before. Give it to Ricky he sent me today's upcoming Rock and Roll News Junior, and I think the kids are going to want to stay tuned for this one. Yeah. This is a good one. This is a banger of a Rock and Roll News Junior. Give but the Nicholas shout out to Moore, thank you for sending me this Rock and Roll News Junior story. Go ahead and give it. You can send me your stories at bobsrocknews at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, he sent me this story. I think we may have teased it yesterday, but Jack Black and the kids yeah. love Jack Black. And, Boy, of course, Rock they. and Roll News Jr. for the kids on the way to the dropout zone. Give him a sound effect, Chewy. All right. All right. Uh, he's joined the cast of Minecraft, the live-action adaptation of the popular video game. I don't know where you stand on movies about video games, but... If it's done well. I mean, I guess it can be occasionally. Do a but as previously announced, Jason Momoa is starring in the movie alongside Wednesday's Emma Myers and the color purple actor Danielle Brooks. All right. Production is expected to begin imminently in New Zealand. I'm still holding out for the Pong movie. Oh, guess who's directing this? Huh. I haven't heard this name in a while. Oh, uh, I'll give you five bucks if you can tell a movie that Jared Hess famously directed. I don't need five dollars anyway. Uh, I'm gonna. Go I could just say. With... I could just say. I, I could. I could give you two words. Oh, Eight Street Latinas, no, Volume what, I could, Six and Seven. I could seven. give you a clue in one word. Triple X with Vin Diesel. Tina. Oh, the Tina Turner story. No. Uh, oh, the Napoleon Dynamite? Napoleon Dynamite. Tina, come get some ham. Another great Tina, line in cinema. Cow. Where's Jared Hess been? 
Yeah, I think he also did uh, Mucha Lucha. Was that, what, no, what was I that heard, what called? I uh, heard. Mucha Nacho, Libre. Nacho, Nacho Libre. Libre. I heard that he's been hanging out with the guys from Tool and Jammin. Jammin. Why is jammin'? Jason Momoa's career still going? Is that not... I don't know. I would have thought that. I would have thought that uh, that Aquaman would have killed it, but he's still out there. Maybe this price is right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, Warner Brothers and Legendary are backing Minecraft, which is slated to open. Sorry, in I heard theaters, price is right. I overreacted. Uh, in April fourth, twenty twenty-five. So, kids, you got that to look forward to. Uh, the Minecraft movie. I will. Uh, I'm a hard pass on that one, even though I'm interested to see that? what Jared Hess might do with it. I don't know how you turn that into a movie. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't either. Let's let's sing it out. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. I made roses out of lemonade today on the rock and roll news. I don't know how I do it because uh, you know all the rockers are still at home. They haven't left for the road yet. Uh, yeah, we'll do it again tomorrow morning as we do every morning. And people ask me, Bob, I love rock and roll news, but how can I get more of you? How can I? Well, you know what? I got a couple YouTube channels. I'm going to be in the media room tonight. Media room 24 Ooh. kicks off tonight at 8 o'clock I'm from my home, live on YouTube. Uh, I'll send something out on my Instagram about that. And then you've got the United States of Analog new videos almost daily now on YouTube as I'm spanning the globe. And I, I man, I got a new fan in uh, Malta. What? Malta. I have a fan in Malta. I don't even know where that is. We need some in the Maldives. But don't do me like that. Yeah. Don't do me like that. Miss Tom Petty every day. You know, I always said that Bruce Springsteen was my favorite artist. And maybe he is live. Even though Petty's live shows were pretty good, too. But not the same kind of vibe. Right. Not the same kind of party atmosphere. It part Different kind of party. Tom Petty does like more of a kind of a pot-smoking party. And then Bruce Springsteen does more of a kind of a dance party concert. Like a, like a soul, like a club soul, soul club is that why I like Tom Petty? Maybe. Growing up? Maybe. Uh, Bruce may be too high energy for you in concert. You're not, you... But it's just, his words just didn't impact me. Anyway, uh, but I think as a recording artist, God, I got, I've started in the last few years, started leaning toward Petty as, as maybe better. Is it also that we just go, don't you think we kind of go... Because Bruce was inconsistent in some of his periods, but Tom was pretty steady all the way through. Didn't do any. He never had a period in his career where you go, "Oh, that that period of Tom Petty that wasn't very good." He just kept going and he kept doing great stuff. What was Tom Petty's first hit? Because I, I American was, Girl. First time I heard was Matt Ref- might know. Refugee was the only one. No, that, that was that was a few well, albums down the road. Yeah, but what he's talking about is for what those is? of us in the MTV generation. And you got to understand that he, Dan the Torpedoes and stuff like that did not make it onto MTV. No, no, it didn't, right. It, what we, where we blew up was, was when he was, had that don't space come car. around here no more and all that stuff. That That's, one where they had that car? Yeah, that that, that stuff as kids suddenly started. But now here's the thing. For a guy like me, I didn't like Tom Petty growing up because I thought his videos were dumb and boring, and he looked. I was like, he's somebody's. He didn't seem comfortable dad. in that's, his own videos. That's, that's that's music for somebody's dad. I he don't had to like wear it. a top hat and stupid stuff like that. But like, that's what, the, that's a real artist though. Like he looks, he's not like a super good looking star or Jason Momoa. That's wow. just a guy that's a creator, wow, that's dude. a writer. Wow. Did he take a, Did he, he take pride in that? Did I think it's one of the reasons I also didn't like it. Was as a kid when you're. 
you want people that look like stars. Are any rock mm. stars really handsome, though? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Really? Name one. Say it to Harry Styles' face. But I'm not. I'm talking about rock star. I'm talking about gritty rock. I'm talking like, all right, who's the most attractive Axl guy? Rose in, was hot. Who's the most attractive guy in the Rolling Stones? Back in the day, go in their prime. I think this is the Don't. reason why so, so many dudes got into rock and roll. Because they had to have some kind of game. You're going to tell me that Ozzy Osbourne isn't a, a looker. <laughs> I, I, I forget what he looks like when he was younger. He was, but, I mean, I'm not talking about your David Cover. I'm not talking about the, you know. All the 80s hair bands people took that over. And they were wearing midriff shirts and things like that. But were they classically movie star handsome? No. I feel like politicians want to be rock stars because they come up short because they're ugly in the looks department, yeah. and they knew they and they don't have musical ability, so they couldn't be rock stars. And I feel like rock stars couldn't be movie stars because they don't so, have acting chops, I guess. Or they maybe you know in the day where things are different now. Now you can be an ugamug and be in a movie because you know because we're woke like that, but. Wow. Back in the day, if you weren't, if you didn't look like Rock Hudson, or you know, name an ugly person in a movie. Uh, most of Bob's home movies. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of the holdovers. I don't think anybody's going to say that that uh, Paul Giamatti's a supermodel. No, but they did give him a Golden Globe for Best Actor. No, I know he's great. He is good. They, even gave, gold, they even his... gave a Golden Globe to that one eye that that did its own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a, a fake or prosthetic? Yeah, that was, or? yeah, he he doesn't look like that in real life. He does know, have he, a little bit of a bug eye look, but he's not. They they did something to his eye, and I thought at one point in the movie it had switched. Yeah, I think it did from one it eye to the other eye. So I don't know if they had point. had a reverse a shot. Yeah, it did something. switch at one point in the movie. I noticed, but I don't know when you really analyze it. Name the name the most attractive Rolling Stone. None, I don't. Are any of them attractive? Robert Plant was decent looking. He's not in the Rolling Stones. I know, but why pick Rolling Stones? Because his his point is, they were four kind of scraggly weirdo dudes yeah. who, who took off. I mean, the rock and roll is rock and roll, punk music. Those places have always been the bastion of regular Joes. I mean, maybe Paul McCartney of the Beatles was. What happened when Pretty Boys got together to do rock and roll? Then they it became turned, boy it turned, bands. It turned into Duran Duran, and it turned into pop. Yeah, because then you get a stigma. You get a stigma that you're a boy band or something yeah. like that. Jim, this Mor- is just- Jim Morrison, attractive. I don't know. David Bowie, attractive. No, he had some snaggly yellow teeth. Bon Jovi. And I love. I love David Bowie. Bon Jovi. You're gonna. You're gonna tell oh, me you're Bon Jovi's rock, rock and roll. Get out of here. We play him on the station. I know we do. All right. It's okay. pop music though. Uh, Kurt Cobain was an attractive guy. I mean, a de- little depressed, a little... Before little down or after on, the down, gunshot. Down on himself. Lenny Kravitz is still sexy to there, this day. Okay, he, he's got a point. Still sexy to this sexy. day. But, but we don't see, put Lenny Kravitz in the same category. You don't. I, I don't, do. I don't. But, but you do? You know what? Name more than one, two Lenny Kravitz songs. Are you going to go my way? Mr. Cab Driver. And are you going to go my way part two? <laughs> Okay, here's an and he issue. covered American women. He's, I think he's, he, in, like, what did he cover them in? <laughs> here's the thing. I think here's what the point is. Dave Navarro. If you're an Ugamug, you can be in a band. This is why bands break up, is if you have the really handsome guy in the band, right? there's a jealousy that happens. That tends to be the front guy, and you're like, he doesn't even play an instrument. Screw him. 
I'm El- serious about Elvis the more I, Presley. The more not in a band. Not in a band. Okay. Oh, he got so many stipulations rules. and rules and like can't have a be in a band or God, the fibers made him really cranky today, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm saying there's attractive rock. Rockers. I'm saying there's a reason why a lot of dudes stayed in their room and how do you get to be a great guitar player? Uh just by wanting it. No. Oh, look at Chris Chris Cornell. Being... Oh, Jared Leto. Okay, oh, dude. please. Jesus Christ. God, I can't. Ask I don't the know. woman I right now how they feel I about Jared Leto. I don't know if I can Leto. work you, with you anymore. You're not getting my point. You get in a band because you're antisocial or you, you don't have the look or whatever it is. And you're in your room and you pick up a guitar and you play guitar for 14 hours a day. Put up photos right Eat now. Eat a hot pocket. Go back and play guitar for some more hours. Put up photos right now of Johnny and Edgar Winter on the screen. Yeah. I'm, I'm not throwing shade. I'm not the best looking guy either, but I wish I was uglier than I would have probably been on a, in a rock band. If you're really hot, you stop playing guitar because you start you're, you start using your fingers for something else. Right. Does that make sense, what we're saying? I, I understand And when you're completely. an Ugamug, nobody wants your fingers near them, so you put them on a guitar, and you get to play, and you play, and you play, and you get really good at it. Sure, some of these, some good-looking people have these neuroses as well, so. I'm just saying, I feel like, now that I put it all together, politicians... Rock stars, movie stars. They have the same thing. In, I don't know where radio people fall, and then we're not going to get into that, or strippers or circus people. But they all have the same desire to be famous, but they have different tools or they have different backgrounds that require them to pursue the endeavors that are going to best be suited for them. Okay. You know what I mean? I think so. Do you not agree that politicians want to be rock stars and rock stars want to be movie stars? Uh, yeah. In, in general, it's a generalization. Them, I think most of the politicians are attracted to fame, and that's what it is about the rock. And don't, and we can go one step farther back, and don't a lot of radio people want to be politicians? Not me. I'm kind of anti-politician. Okay, what about the other side of this wall right here? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Well, Thank no, you. I don't so think they want that to order. order. Radio stars yeah, want to be do. politicians. Politicians want to be rock stars. Rock stars want to be movie stars. Movie stars want to be left alone. And comedians <laughs> want to be loved by at least one parent. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. We only have a two-minute break, so okay. I mean, let's What's take a call? call. Is somebody going to uh, challenge me? It's a bunch this? of horny men talking about good-looking rock stars. Clark! Yo! What's up, fellas? Happy 2024, Clark. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Same to you guys. Hey, listen, uh, I got one, Robbie Robertson. Yeah, uh, well, he's wow. talented Canadian. Huh? The band. He was he was a good looking, he was dude. A good looking I mean, dude on stage. I don't know anybody that, other than Hendrix that could hold a tele, uh, Stratocaster better than that well, guy. I don't think Bob oh, is saying no. no good looking guy can be in a band. What we're saying is Uggamugs, it's a good place for you, is in a band. Right. Mm. Oh, no doubt. Because well, first of all, you're you're spreading the Ugamug out among four or five other guys. Yeah, you can always so, find a Ringo in your band that you're you know that you're better yeah. looking. Yeah, at. there's not going to be four good looking guys in a band. That's if crazy. they, yeah, there's, if they are good, look, they're gonna. It's gonna be a stigma. That's gonna be like, well, they're a boy band or they're manufactured. Well, what about uh, what about Robert Palmer? Palmer, he didn't even know her. I don't know. Uh, ha, ha. Hmm. What about hey, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Davy uh, Dave, uh, Dave from the Monkees. 
Davy Jones? Davy Jones. But he was like four foot tall, but he was handsome. Yeah, but you you know how annoying it is to be in a but, band where there's one attractive guy. Because then that means while he's talking to the girls, you're the one that has to load out. Load the drums. And put the drums into the van. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, but you get the you you get the uh, the leftovers. You get, I mean, if there's all these all these girls trying to to get with the the lead singer or whatever, you know, Clark. The rest of them are like, well, Clark, you know, I'll take. Life it. is short. Do Clark. you want to spend it with somebody who thinks you're a leftover? Well, you like that term. You know, uh, what is what is the old saying? Uh, um, rising tide lifts all boats. So, mm-hmm. I guess I've never heard that. Feel free to use that. I mean, really, you know. Could you ever truly enjoy yourself or feel fulfilled if you knew that the woman that you were with wanted to be with somebody else? Hmm. Well, now that's getting kind of deep. I don't know. Y'all think those women only want to be with y'all? That's crazy. No, I don't. That's why I'm not fulfilled. I know okay. that my wife <laughs> is nuts. my wife oh, is dream wow. my wife is dreaming about oh I wish Come I was on, at the man. nail salon. I wish I could be at Target. What kind of egos do men have if they really think that? All right, thanks, Clark. I'm Dave still Navarro. For you. Dave Navarro is a pretty boy. Thanks, Clark. He is. Sexy. Talented. He's got a ginormous head. Oh, is that I did not know where you were going with that one. <laughs> he has got And some people start playing guitar when they're ugly ducklings and then once they make it big still you haven't named well i might give you chris cornell well the thing i'm gonna ask you what? too is is dave navarro attractive or is does he have a lot of accoutrement because if you you strip away yeah, the, all the, the tattoos, makeup but yeah. and you, and if the, you take off the makeup and you take off the whatever weird beard he's got that week or whatever and the every cl- man is ugly if you just dress him in a magellan shirt and cargo shorts is he still attractive? His head is so big that every T-shirt he owns, the neck is stretched out. Was Steven Tyler ever attractive? No. No. Mm. And that's another band of not attractive dudes. But I think that's why guys fell in love with certain bands, and that, maybe that's what Bob was getting at, is that sometimes, you, would, sometimes you want, oh, good, they're all Uggamugs. They're in this for the music. They're I in could it for do me. this, too. They're not in it, it for the ladies. It's what keeps the dream alive, it, I guess. Yeah, it I, tells you that you know, I could maybe I could do this, too. Jeff Buckley. Not in a band. Oh. There are a lot of rules to this. There's too many rules. Too many rules. Well, uh, I guess. Uh, let me know. Phone me up and maybe later tonight. Okay. If you can uh, the guys one. from Vallejo. Well, that goes without saying. Yeah, I thought so. They're all attractive. But then uh, they're more like a boy band. Jed, real fast, so we got to go. Gavin Rosdale from Bush married Gwen Stefani. He was hot as hell. Yeah, but then what happened? Gwen yeah. Stefani said, Blake. I'd rather be with Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton. If this is Austin. Dude, how much did that hurt Gavin's feelings to be like, oh, you want to be with that pop country star that sits in a chair all day that spins? <laughs> I, I wrote glycerine, for, for, for Christ's sake. Glycerine. Glycerine. What about Alice Cooper? Oh, come on. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now we found your limit. Okay. But he's okay. I'm not You don't think he's women, a walker through and through. You don't think a man. women threw the, didn't throw themselves at Alice Cooper? They didn't. They didn't. Vincent Fernier? What is that? Who is that? That's Alice Cooper's real name, Vincent uh, Fernier. Do you know that Alice Cooper was the name of the band? That's how right. weird that was. The band was called Alice Cooper, and then Vincent Fernay decided he didn't want to be with any of those guys anymore, so he fired them all and, and then called just himself named himself Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. There is no Jethro Tull. Hey, it worked out. There is no Leonard Skinnerd. 
We only have two minute breaks. We can really do whatever we well, want. Well, I know, but even two minutes is still putting us past late. It's still making us late. I'm surprised you could I'm move surprised those this isn't blowing the up break. the phone. I want to know. No one's named one. I yet. have to get together. Do you not understand that I, that I used the break to do the show? Right. We'll play a song. I asked you to play a song like 10 minutes ago. You still have it. Right, i got to try to come up with headlines Devo, in 30 goddamn seconds. You know what? i got to count break. my next Evo This CBD. is why I'm happy I'm the good-looking one and I do. God, you're the worst producer ever. The worst. Can't be the looks and the producer. All right. Still hasn't gone to break, Bob. We're going to break. Look at him. Everybody? Still hasn't. Thank you. Damn, boy. Lean in now for some... Damn, boy. He's thick. Oh, that's a thick-ass bar. Thick. Headline. Uh, big things going on in the news uh, all around the Austin area. It's 7.50, time for the Austin area headlines. Uh, of course, we had giant winds hitting the area over the last 48 hours. And uh, this story made cave you. Heavy winds blew a trampoline into a Gerald yard, say oh. Williamson County emergency officials. They're still searching for its owner. I love... I love when you can get a little bit of uh, small-town news like that in the city. Finally. We got uh, skyscrapers going up, AI, electric vehicles everywhere. Hi, we got a goddamn trampoline blowing around the neighborhood. Come get your trampoline. Anything that doesn't involve a machete, I'm fine with. Uh, yeah, so if, if you've lost your trampoline, Williamson County emergency officials would like to speak to you. They found it in somebody else's yard. Go get it. Uh, speaking of winds and weather, if you've been living under a rock, maybe you don't know already, but uh, it's getting ready to get cold. Yeah. Like cold, cold, cold. In fact, the 6 to 10 day temperature outlook has us way below normal. So not only just cold, but even colder than where we're supposed to be. Numbers like I'm seeing numbers like 14 degrees in the Austin area. The state's power grid operator, ERCOT, issued a notice and said there might be possible emergency conditions during the cold snap, hmm. which is what they do every year every now. Year. It's a little early. It's supposed to be the first or second week in February when right. they come to us and say, hey, guys, I don't know if we can... Don't plant yet. Donna Cotton, I'm giving her everything she's got. I need more dilithium crystals. But they're saying, uh, they say, look, grid conditions, conditions, grid conditions are expected to be normal they say they should have sufficient supply to meet demand. But also, don't count on it. Polar vortex is headed our way. Lows in the mid-20s. Maybe even colder. Come on. Mm. I can't do this again. I just... I got to buy all new plants for the backyard every year now. Mm. You, you should be glad you're a renter, Chewy. I am. Well, here's the sad part. Homelessness rose among veterans all throughout the country. Yeah. Homelessness is up amongst veterans throughout the entire United States. Now, Texas is doing better than a lot of states, and Austin is doing a lot better trying to find homes for veterans than, than other cities in the country. But still, veterans out on the streets while it's going to be 30, Go like that. 20, lower degrees. Something to keep in mind. Shelters are open. And now you've got that. Uh, an Austin boy. Let's put some positive news in here. An Austin boy is on an. I don't need. I'm. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to figure out how this made the K, the KXAN news. 
a boy is on an app called. Uh, he's a seventh grader. His name is Eli Dries, and uh, Busy Kid. It's an investing app called Busy Kid. Mm. Mm-hmm. His dad, grandfather got him on the app. Anyway, he did such a good job investing on Busy Kid that he won a gigantic prize, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for this? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won a best of the best prize, and he had $100 bonus has been added to his account. And that was... $100. That was covered by KXAN. Most kids aren't even aware of the stock market, finance, or any of these things. Most of us learn at a much advanced age. But I think this is an ad. I think this is somehow, I think that this company paid to get mm-hmm. an ad in on this. Huh. My guess. So someone got $100 for doing something? Yeah, someone got $100 for doing something. All right. Uh, Austin ranks number five in the best cities for jobs. If you're looking for a job, you couldn't be in a better city. Uh, we have insanely low, uh, what do you call that stuff? Unemployment, Unemployment. Yeah. Which is one of the things that keeps driving prices up. If you understand, and I, I, that sounded dismissive, when you're understanding economics and how economics fits together, because people no, go, well, why prices go up? stupid. I'd like to stupid. know, because that's such a general stat, and we use stats to say how great things are. Okay. How many of those people that are working are a roommate? Or how many of those people that are working have two jobs? Or how many of those people that are keeping all these jobs have Good question, all of these different kinds well, of here's things a- that don't equal success? Right. <laughs> but it sounds good for America, I guess, or this town. What? How do you define? What do you? What do you? Being able to support yourself. That's not what the employment. That's not what employment looks at. But I mean, it kind of implies that hey, everything's you going want, great. You, Everyone's got a job and everything's going well. Right, Here's right, the employment right. rates. That's what you're implying whenever somebody brings that up. Oh, no, what you're employing, what you're implying is how much money can go into the economy. And when people are employed, money goes into the economy. That's that's all that's being implied. Good now for the you, economy. Now you, Good for the economy. Now you, well, yeah, exactly. Now you and you may imply that they're saying, hey, things are great, but that's not what's being said. But that's not how. That's not how economists look at statistics. Okay, how do businesses look at the good economy? They can charge more for businesses hate that aren't hot, necessary. No, businesses hate it right now. It's because because it's high, it's low unemployment, and it's very bad for businesses. Wouldn't they want people to buy their products? Yes, but businesses also have to pay. One of the largest costs for businesses, uh, it would be employees, and when there's high employment like there is right now mm-hmm. employees start asking for more money and they can go more places and they can make more calls when there's high unemployment businesses can say okay i'm going to hire you but i'm going to hire you at minimum wage and you're desperate for work so you'll take the minimum wage and it's better off this is those poor businesses the, wait I, I i'm not saying that this is that this is for the people i'm just explaining it from an economic standpoint okay well everyone's employed i mean it all ties together I'm glad everyone's working at least. But what I would say to you is I would love for you to take a macro and micro economics course because when you know the rules to the game, it gets easier to play. I feel like I I understood what's going on. But you will start this by asking me, well, is how's that good for... I think everybody out there that hears good employment rates interprets it as a good right. But that's because they haven't taken a micro or, or, or macro economics class. And then they would understand. Because it's boring. It is very boring. It is. Bob is 100% correct. It is boring. So I don't say it in during the sad news after all the homicides, too. The unemployment rate, 
is low. I'm a hard pass on, a, on a class like that. They people should the news people should change their tone when right. they say it. Right. Right. Yeah. We're sorry, folks. We're sorry, but employment, employment is low. Yeah. Except when the news people are talking, they're generally talking to business owners because that's who's advertising. Mm-hmm. And the business owners they're trying like to pump them yeah. up so they can get higher rates, ad rates. Let's get to the most important Austin headline. Oh, do we have a a, a spot? Oh yeah. We have to float a, a taboo. Yeah. Uh, well, then let's do this. Let's float the taboo. And then I want to get to what is the most important news story that's probably affected this city in 20 years, 25 oh, years. Right. I know what you say. Well, Matt, you're burying the lead. You should start have started the news with this, but I wanted there to be rollout time for it in case we really want to get into this. Something enormous is happening in the city, and it starts on January 10th. And if you look at your calendars, you realize that's today. Today and tomorrow are probably the two most important days for the Austin community, and I'm going to tell you why. Let me tell you about taboo lingerie first. Give me 60 seconds, and then I'll let you know about what's happening. Huge news. Yes. Hit, hit me up. Absolutely affecting this city in probably the biggest way I think the city has been affected in 20, maybe 25 years. Certainly since before the first dot-com boom. It's the first time, it's actually, it's the second time it's happened in Austin, but I, it's so much bigger right now. And I don't know how many millions of dollars this is going to affect. The, the, but ladies and gentlemen, the Potato Expo 2024 is being held in Austin what? at the convention center as we speak. In fact, it's already underway. It started at 8 a.m., which is one minute ago. There's a meeting in room 615 in the Austin Hilton. If you need more information, you can contact Caitlin Roberts at Potatoes USA. Caitlin at PotatoesUSA.com. Do I got to bring my own potatoes? You don't have to bring your own potatoes, but this is kind of a big deal. Man, there, there's a lot of stuff happening. There's a Potatoes USA seed task force meeting that's also in room 615 but at Hilton Austin. In fact, there's a lot of meetings happening in room 615 or 617. You're, you're confusing me because I say potato. Is this like a council? Like, are they a council that's deciding things on potatoes, or is it like a fun thing where they're like, "Here's a new type of potato besides scalloped"? Are you are you trying to make light of something serious? I'm talking about right now. I didn't hear the beginning. I feel part. like you're trying to make a joke out I, of. I was prepping our guests. This is coming from the National Potato Council. They have a meeting once a year. They discuss the important things that really are going to affect they're going to affect our lives in the potato world probably for the next year, okay? Mm-hmm. You want to you want a week you want to see what you want to know what some of the uh, uh, events are that are happening? Yeah, what's on the itinerary? You want to know what's happening at the cultivation stage or the pavilion stage? You tell me. Uh, cultivation, I'm really interested okay. in. Okay. How technology is changing field management decisions. That's happening at 4:30 from 4 to 4:30 today. Is there anything about global warming and how we're like potatoes are going to be like pre-baked? It's funny that you should mention, but uh, grower-driven improvements in seed to enhance end consumer experience, that's happening from 1 to one thirty today. I think it's kind of a big deal. Hmm. Are there any newer potatoes besides the new ones? Hmm. Is there any like Rob- agri-finance? Spudman. Oh, oh, the potato roundtable with the winners. Are you ready, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. This year. Yes. 
at 3.30 at the Expo stage, they will be announcing the winners of the Spudman's Impact Award. And how do the impact spuds? And at 4.30, how Frito-Lay works with farmers. A conversation with Laura Maxwell and Ashin Parikh. Uh, that's just today. Tomorrow are the really big events, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. Is that when they have the keynote about uh, baked potatoes, tinfoil or not tinfoil? I'm not kidding you. There's some really good stuff in here. Like, uh, uh, where, where did I see? Okay. Waffle fries versus Are you ready? shoestring. Oh. There's something called the Live Eye on Potatoes Potato Podcast Recording. It's happening from 340 to 355 tomorrow. Spodcast. <laughs> that, that? that is a 15-minute podcast. Let's get down to what it's all about. Ladies, I know that there's some single ladies out there right now. Mm. I'm just going to be honest with you. I feel like the potato industry is probably dude heavy at this convention. Ladies. Heavy dude. Wow, that's ladies. Now, women love potatoes. What are you talking about? Exactly. But they go crazy. I just don't know if they're working as much in farming. I know that's kind of sexist, but if you want to. Tell that to Norma Ray. Yeah. Tell that to. Norma Ray worked. Norma Ray. No, she was in a a seamstress. Aaron Brockovich. The peace out happy hours Tell happening that. at four from four to five tomorrow. I think these happy hours are going to be. If you want to see a guy in his skins, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know what they're going to be doing at the happy hour? Getting loaded. A loaded baked potato. <laughs> uh, the happy hours happen. Tater time. The baked potato bars happening from twelve to one today. A baked potato bar. I would love for you to. Do you? Should you, you crash remember- this? Would you crash? Would you go with me to crash? The baked potato bar. It's happening tomorrow. I think it's mashing. Do you remember when Wendy's used to have a baked potato bar? Of course. What do you mean? You mean, do I remember when Wendy's was good? Why did they get rid of that? For that finger chili. Bring those back and then bring back the classic Pizza Huts that they're opening places. Bring me back a pizza in. If you work for South by Southwest or C3 Presents, warning going out to you. Tomorrow night from 8 to 10 at the Speakeasy, the Potato Palooza will be going on with live bands. Mm. And I'm going to tell you right now, you think you're safe in your magic little buildings, C3 over there on East 6th Street and South by Southwest in their new fancy building above uh, the chili parlor. But I'm going to tell you right now, when word gets out that Potato Palooza is happening, your days on Easy Street are numbered, my friends. Mm -hmm. Who's not going to be lined up? The traffic. Oh, my God. Anyway. Does it cost money to get in? You can't get in, dude. Here's the thing. I think that if you show up, because you're shaped like a potato, you probably... If I get naked? (laughs) Oh, my God. You you know, you want to come around and... and I can't. Will Smith him? I can't fit behind him. Yes. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry I did that That's to you. All right. I'm sorry I did that to you. I guess they're walking in. Let's uh let's hit a track. I gotta go out there. Okay. Uh our friends John and John are here. It's gonna be really easy to remember names. I like the way we've done it. Mm. Our friends the Johns are here. The Johns mm. are here from Alamo. <laughs> and uh good morning, Johns. And uh, you don't have to put on the headphones. We're getting that. We're gonna do uh, one of these things where we Let me get y'all settled in. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna we're gonna buy some time with a with a song. I need to relax after reading through the entire Potato Expo 2024 lineup. Uh, 
Uh, maybe you can't make the Potato Expo, but you still want to have entertainment in your life. Luckily, you live in a great town for entertainment. Some people say too much. Sometimes that's why we yeah, do some too the, much. We do some of the digging for you. It's mornings with Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy, and uh, I'm exhausted from all the entertainment. You know when we did the big revamp and we talked about hey, big tent, uh, hyper local. We like to really stick to stories and stuff that are affecting you. Uh, the Me? city, the oh. city, the city was very much affected. And I'm trying to actually pull the actual date out of my ass, and I want to say it was 19. 19- 99 that the Alamo first the very first Alamo opened up uh, he's so showing me 98 I think so 98 if you remember so. but that original the, Alamo that opened up yeah. uh, on uh like uh Colorado Colorado, Colorado yeah. Street we did the first films there I remember that and we, it was kind uh, of a pick cool. spinal tap and raising Arizona it was a double feature I remember we hosted it I remember <laughs> sitting with a guy and he was like man I want to start a movie theater where you can this is true. His name was Mervin, and he said, "I want to start a theater where you can you could drink at the theater." Right. And I was like, "They'll never they that would never on, allow yeah. that. Yeah. That's a dumb what, idea." High? And this was like in 1996 or seven. I remember him talking about it, and I was like, "That's a dumb idea." I, I'm not smart. I remember when somebody said, "Hey, I want to do a cookie delivery business." I was like, "That would never take off." <laughs> I remember when someone was like, "Oh, I want to break up with Bob Fonseca and start a jewelry business." I was like, "That's hey, a dumb idea." Wait a minute. Anyway, Alamo Draft House is one of the golden nuggets of the city. We have uh, John Smith and John Laird, both the the Johns, the two Johns, the Johns. of the Alamo Draft House to talk about the time capsules. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, How's good morning. Uh, John Laird, I'm going to call you Laird for the rest of the interview, Perfect. like normal, so that people will know. But you, <laughs> Laird, used to work with us for for it seems like forever. Yeah, yeah. It probably it sounded even longer to you. My, uh, <laughs> I got laid off. From my promo gig here at KLBJ at the start of 2016, so I guess the anniversary was last week. Oh, the, the ten- it's been that long. Nine. We were you and I were both at a holiday party, and you were like, "I feel like I'm going to get laid off." And I was I had another job too where I was doing yeah. movie trailers. I was cutting movie trailers, and I go, "Dude, I feel like I'm going to get laid off." I really feel like and. John, me. John, like two days later, was like, I got laid off. And then, no, <laughs> the, the trailer business, like three days later, I got a call. And they were like, hey, dude, we're shutting down shop. And I was like, oh, we, we both knew it. It we was got coming. Our, uh, we got our layoff anniversaries last week. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Uh, Laird is in a, a, you're basically, you're, the hat you wear is a lot of, I would call, like special marketing. Can we, is that what, or do you have a different term for it over there but at the it's Alamo? It's marketing, but I, I like it if we call it special. Special it, marketing. Yeah, yeah. Special marketing. And then Smith. John Smith, yeah. you're in charge Operations? of programming, right? Programming. Obviously, the programming for, for Alamo uh, in Austin and, and beyond. And, and beyond. And that's uh, for, for, for the alt content, for the, for the old, old movies, old repertory stuff. Okay. I'm not going to I'm not gonna try to start a fight with you Please. and somebody else in your office, but what you sure. say for the alt content, it's the content that we're in love with. Yeah. Come yeah. on. The Alamo stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's okay. There's a lot of new movies that, but when we're talking about the weirdo stuff that's going on there, mm-hmm. where someone's like, "Oh, hey," <laughs> and we're going to watch Godzilla, and we're going to, at the cool thing about it is we're going to serve sake, and we're going to turn a flamethrower on your faces in the middle of the movie. That's your stuff. Are we are we writing this down? Yes, yes. it's a good yes. idea. I've already ordered flamethrowers. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I was perusing. Do you like that word? Mm. When I'm not looking up Potato Expo information, I saw that you guys are doing something called Time Capsules yeah. this year. Fill the listener in. What are the Alamo Time Capsules? Yeah, so you know we're, we're always doing 
uh, repertory films. We're always doing alt content, like what, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but as we were approaching, like planning for this year, uh, we were looking at, uh, hey, 2024, uh, good round number anniversary year for 1999. One of infamous, infamously one of the best movie years of all time. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, and we'll talk about it, but you know, The Matrix, being John Malkovich, Run Lola Run. The I Iron always said Giant. 96 was for some reason. Well, and and, and everyone's and everyone's got one, uh-huh. and, and and like one that like feels meaningful. Just like 99 is one that that, that comes up. I've, I've there's even like a full uh, like a whole book about 1999, like an oral history of 1999 as a movie year. It's actually really good, uh, but it reminded me of uh, you know we did a, a summer of 1982 series uh, like 12 years ago when I was just. A customer, and it was super impactful, and it was it went through you know the summer of 1982, which which had uh, had the thing and had Star Trek: Wrath of Khan and ET and just an, an endless number of of amazing films celebrating this great movie year. It was oh yeah, well, you know, doing 1999 is a, a shooting fish in a barrel, and then some some people we worked with were like you know well 94 is also really good. You got Clerks and. Pulp Fiction and mm-hmm. this movie and that movie. And so like, now yeah, you're yeah, facing, okay. do we do a 25th anniversary or a 30th anniversary? Right, or do we do, do both? And it's like, ah, just doing two's weird. And then, well, we could, I wonder if there are any other significant years. Like, well, you know, shoot, like 89 is actually pretty good. 84 is good. We're like, screw it. 69, was it, uh, is it, what, what year did the graduate, I feel like there was a year where like the graduate came out and Woodstock and Easy Rider and everything was like in one was that 69, 68? I think 69, yeah, which is where we decided to stop. <laughs> 69. You know, we yeah. decided 69. that would be, yeah. uh, would be too nice. So what are what are all of the years that you're going to cover yeah, in the so, time capsule? So what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do like a, like a reverse Y2K. We're starting with 1999. We're going to work backwards every two months a different year. So 99 in January and February. Uh, 94 is going to be March and April. 89 is going to be uh, June and July. I forget the rest of the months, you know, the order that they're in. Uh, but uh, yeah, eighty nine, eighty four, seventy nine, seventy four. So and so, and it's kind of weird. How it's, it's 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 worked itself out into mm-hmm. five year chunks there. Yeah. Uh, but it, it it's kind of perfect. I, I like. Why do we? Why do we? Why do we rewatch old movies? Man, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like what, we we've, we've seen them. Why did what what is it humanly that that we want to go back and see those movies? Is it the nostalgia? Or is it because we're remembering the time? But but some of this I want to see, and I never saw it in the theater. I right. didn't. I never. It happened before I was a a thing or a person. Yeah, that's a part of it. I mean, you know, you know, uh, I'm uh, I'm 41. My first job was actually at a movie theater in a small town in Maryland. Uh, and so I was working at a movie theater in 1999. So the fact that we're, I'm doing nostalgia programming about a year that I was working in a movie mm. theater makes me feel insanely old. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I saw a lot of these movies on the big screen and people my age, a little bit younger, <laughs> did as well. Uh, but for, for many people, they've never seen Fight Club on the big screen. They've never seen what we play Magnolia on 35 uh, uh, later on this month, and that's a movie like I saw three or four times in the theater in 1999. And so, just just knowing that you know you're you're putting your phone away, you're tapping in, you're you're zoning out, and you're you're getting fully fully engaged with the film really really matters. Just, you know, I mean, like watching stuff at home, it's not like you can't get obviously engrossed, especially if you have a really good home theater system. But just still, just being able to focus and and feel. Yeah, I feel like part of it is, is special. I, what's weird is I go to 
Which Bob's different. Bob was a theater, uh, not a, theater a, a film student. Bob, you love movies in a way that I don't. I don't well, you know, have you know, the speak the theater he just spoke of. You know, I have that. Mm-hmm. I have that environment at home, so I watch a lot of stuff there. Great sound system and all that. But I mean, I I think I, I think the nostalgia of the of, of some of these old movies and like when I look back at Austin and I think of like when Star Wars premiered, like movies were mm-hmm. big events. They're not so much now, unfortunately. Well, I don't know. I think Barbie day, changed that for a lot of people. Yeah, but Barbie that's, a, that's bar- kind of a one-off. But sure. I mean, this was happening every week. Like, were you going to the Hancock Center? I hear, like, Star Wars was only at one theater in Austin. That's when it so opened weird to me, And dude. that was up here at... Where Capitol the, Plaza. Is that what it's called? Capitol Plaza. Oh, yeah, behind Capitol Plaza. And you Plaza, had to wait in line for hours to yeah. see it in the first few weeks. You had to stand outside the theater like, like at a rock concert or something to see a movie... Because there was that theater, there was the there was you know Hancock. Uh, that's what is that? Yeah. Capitol Plaza. Hancock had the Americana or whatever. And then down south, where down that's south, now Laser Tag. Laser the Blazer Tag place. You know there when was a handful of theaters. Mm-hmm. When, when when there's literal scarcity and and, yeah. it, and, it, and it matters to to be able to get in. I, I, um, you mentioned Star Wars reminds me, and there's gonna be three or four people um, maybe who listen who know about this who, who are gonna roll their eyes, but. Um, when we sold tickets to The Force Awakens, I don't know if anybody listening uh, tried to buy tickets to the Alamo Draft House uh, for The Force Awakens, but our website melted down Crash, like, huh? like no other. Um, but the thing is, like every, literally every movie theater's website melted down. Right, because everybody needed them. It, everyone needed them. Uh, you you had to be there opening night. It was it was something that you know we yeah. hadn't seen before. You know, whatever your projections or your best guesses at what the traffic was going to be, it was. Three or four times that. There was just no way of expecting it. Uh, so it wound up being that, you know, the website crashed so severely that we had to go on, on Twitter and say, we can only sell you tickets at the theater. And so we wound up having long lines, lines oh, wow. at the theater. Like the good old days. Yeah, like two months in <laughs> advance. To the extent that that for years, every time a new Star Wars would come out, I would, I would suggest in meetings that, like, let's just make it so that, like, if you want tickets for the opening night it's at kind this of theater, fun to do. you've got to show up in line. And right. people were like, no, let's not do that. And well, then, I, I see. I like yeah. it because, remember, a lot of us were used to that. Now, yeah. I know that, that one of the things that Alamo has brought to people is absolute convenience, right? Yes. The fact that you don't have to get out of your chair to go mm-hmm. get popcorn. Yes. Uh, you don't have to get out of your chair. You, you, you could buy online. You don't even have to get out of your chair to go to the bathroom. That's a great thing. Yeah. You, thing about, to, you could reserve seats. Uh, the great yeah. thing yeah. about Alamo to, to me, too, is that early. they weren't afraid to play sound. Like, there's nothing that annoys me more when I go to a movie and like especially a, a blockbuster or a movie like stop making sense i saw the reissue recently in dallas mm. they had the sound turned down so low yeah. and it wasn't even in stereo and this was supposed to be an atmos mixed movie and i was i was livid i just wanted to if i hadn't been with people i would have walked out yeah and i would have bitched and moaned on the way out it's it's like but alamo is always bit, i bet you still bitch not afraid to give you. you a big picture and big sound to match it which i've always liked that because what? without the sound without the comparable mm-hmm. impact of the sound you don't have a movie well it's 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 it, it, part of it's it, it's the presentation quality and yeah. that's something that was really built in early on and that's that's from having you know like tim leads our founder and and he's been always like hyper focused on on maintaining presentation standards across mm-hmm. the board and so we've got a but a culture of that, that that still maintains to this day. We got technical engineers effectively at every theater, which 
you know, like most chain theaters don't have. They, they, they've got someone who, yeah. they've got techs that rotate oh. around, around a bunch of theaters and, and handle some, some day-to-day maintenance, but they don't have people who, hey, there's a buzz in those speakers. They, oh, they there's go like they a 12-year-old kid pressing buttons somewhere, and then he goes to do the popcorn. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, that's where a lot of a lot of those big chain multiplexes. That's the way they do movies, and there's no. I've walked out of so many. We uh, we were in a movie. We were in a theater multiplex the other day. I think maybe it was in Dallas too or something. But the house lights never came down, uh, and I was, and it was a full house of people, and I'm just sitting there waiting. Like, okay, who's going to be the brave soul that's going to get up and go talk to somebody? And we're about 15 minutes, 20 I, t- I turn to my wife. I go, I, I guess, got, I guess I got to do this. Yeah, good for you. I've got to be yeah. the dude. And I'm embedded. I'm in the middle of a row. I would expect someone that's close to the, the door would go say something. But the house lights never came down. So, we, right. uh, we got tagged in some social stuff last week. Uh, it was somebody in a movie theater somewhere with full-on laptop, full brightness on during the movie. And the person, oh, you guys love that. The person sitting behind them was like, this is why I don't go to any other yeah. theater. And well, I was like, oh, bad. Ammo has been really great for movie lovers. Now, I, yeah. I'll be the first to admit, I'm not a movie lover. And I, I don't want to be your enemy. Sure. Because I actually really do love the Alamo. Mm-hmm. And I love the special features and things like that but i'm not some i'll see maybe one movie in a theater a year and 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 i don't know why for some reason it just never attached to me and i know that i'm talking to people who think that i am not even a real person saying (laughs) stuff like that because i see people get so but the fact that it is cared about is why i like going to an alamo to to see stuff because i do like the fact that there aren't kids yeah, I don't mind young people that are well-behaved, but I do hate the group of, of 17 mall kids who are just talking to each other about boys uh, during the, the, the movie. Um, and, people, uh, yeah, they don't and, know how to behave. Anymore. Or, yeah, people that don't know how to behave. And I like that, and I can go to a place because I'm like, all right. Because what I do like about my house about watching movies, I can control the environment. Yeah. And and so that I, I appreciate. You said that you're, you guys are going to do some remodeling. To One of my favorite is The Village, right? Yes. Oh, man, I've and spent a lot of time was, at The Village. Before it was The Alamo, when it was just old school village. I mean, it was, a, it was a place where you could go see the one or two movies that were coming a year you couldn't see anywhere else. I mean, it was what they used to call an art house back mm-hmm. in the day, right? Now it's kind of mixed up. But I went to go see a movie there called Once Were Warriors. Now, wow. I don't know if you remember, I that. remember Maori, that movie. Yeah, so, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Maori tribes. And it's also about... Now, here's the thing I didn't know, because we snuck beers in there. Because back in the day, you couldn't you, you you couldn't have... Well, we snuck a bunch of beer into the village before it was Alamo. And we were drinking them. What we didn't know is that the movie is about the crippling effects of alcoholism in a family. Okay? <laughs> but and, and what it does to an entire indigenous people. We did not know that. But during the movie, I was like, oh, God. We are getting hammered in this movie about alcoholism. <laughs> And then oh. my buddy, uh, Kent was his name, accidentally moved his foot the wrong way, and all of our empties were right there. And, the and when he did, started rolling. Well, it was bottles. <laughs> Party it was bottles. Oh. And down he knocked the- like 12 bottles, start going, gling, 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 rolling down the hill at the village in this very dramatic 
sad movie about alcoholism. So that's always been one of my favorite memories. Uh, but you guys are re- redoing some sections, well, right? Well, first, I, I, I liked that the tone of the movie still didn't put you off from the drinking. No, like, no, no. It's, hey, still come on. To go it's Austin. That. It's yeah. all, Austin has a commitment to it. It's focused uh, it's, on it's, it. It's, yeah. If Matt's good at anything, it's following through. Thank this is you true. very much. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Never been said before, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Village, uh, a lot of great stuff coming up. I'll let, I'll let well, the yeah. other John talk about some programming stuff we have going on there. But, uh, yeah, the remodel is underway. It's already been reseated. So the old uncomfy chairs are now new snazzy recliners, which is great. That's in all four theaters there. And then uh, there's some other great stuff coming, too, which we're going to announce towards the end of this month, I think. Hopefully, fingers crossed, that construction stays on on target, I guess. Um, but yeah, yeah the, mostly the uh, programming all recliners. Stuff. Yes, I, 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 and it went to and stress because like, like people, uh, people who are seven eight seven five seven people will know that the 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 life hack for the last like decade has been that the front row of the village always had recliners and you went all the way back, and they were the only ones in the theater that were recliners. That's not the case anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> all the all the seats are, are all recliners. recliners. They're all comfy chairs, but yeah, no. So, uh, it, it, village is gonna be fifty years old this year. It, it was, it was it open really? in nineteen yeah. fifty That's years old. old village in Bob, February. Were you in? Is that the year that you moved to Austin? Was seventy four? Seventy four. Yeah. That village area. Oh, used I to saw be, so many. I can't like, remember movies that I saw. But wasn't that like the domain at one point? Wasn't the that village? Because the they, they had the city. The, they had that 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 lazy river that ran through it, and that's where all the fancy schmancy what? jewelry yeah. stores. Like there's, that was the. You, there's still a like a place to be. A lazy river, like like a, house. yeah, yeah. There's but still that, a, yeah, that they had little footbridges, yeah. and everybody. Oh, you go in the village, and then the arboretum came in, and that was kind of like a bigger version of the village. Yeah, and, why'd they take that away from the them? village? And then was North Cross Mall still there, or did it come later? Do you no, know? it was there. It's all, North Cross was always there. I don't know anything about the city. I never it, paid that's attention. where everybody cruised <laughs> on Saturday nights. They drove around and they drove around that mall all night, Saturday, Friday and Saturday night. That was finger and blasting the city. Yeah, yeah. no, it's crazy. It's like something out of American Graffiti, but it was 1974, 75. That was in the drag. Same thing was happening on the drag on Friday and Saturday nights. Just up and down, up and down all night. Do you think that there's going to be a comeback now? Because uh, I'm glad that you guys are doing 79 and 74. Because Bob and I, Bob kept telling me, you got to see this movie, you got to see this movie. And I didn't right away. And then I finally did this past weekend. And it, I loved it. And he knew I was going to love it because Bob and I think that we understand that you, the audiences change and you got to impress them with things blowing up in robots, right? Right. But Bob and I love the pacing of 70s movies. We think it's like character to studies. us, it's the, the perfect time of movie making. Right. And this movie, The Holdovers, oh, is yeah, 100% a 1970s movie. It is, hey, we, nothing needs to even happen. And every time you think you go, oh, this movie's going to be about this, then they remove four characters and they go, and you go, wait, what the? Where's it going <laughs> now? Is the movie going to end? Yeah. It's the so Holdovers good. Too, even the trailer was cut like a 70s trailer. Oh, yeah. oh have you uh, seen so the soundtrack album? The cover is horrendous. Oh, it's, I love it's it. Like the, they went so Old school. Did you see uh, the picture of Paul Giamatti with his uh, Golden Globe at the In and Out ceremonies, just sitting at a table? Yeah, salt his, of the earth. Yeah, yeah. It's so good, but that's what I'm really excited about about the program you have. What, what are some of the movies that are going to be in the the Alamo, the time capsule from the 70s? Well, it, yeah. So uh, for, for the 70s, uh, the Warriors for 79, Apocalypse Now, The Jerk, Being There, uh, Penitentiary. That's a uh, 
I don't know penitentiary. Uh, it's a Tear Tuesday, Weird Wednesday type really? vibe. Okay. It's, 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 it's awesome. The original Mad Max, the Muppet movie, uh, Star Trek, the motion picture. That's, okay. That's the, that's the original one where it's pretty to look at, but it's super boring. But it's great. Just... Yeah, right, it's boring. Uh, uh, David Cronenberg's The Brew—that's all like '79 and and a, and a whole bunch more. Um, I will say this, you know, uh, knock on wood, and we, we probably won't do it when we're doing the rest of the '79 title. But a title that we can't play at most locations is actually Ridley Scott's Alien, and that was also '79. Uh, Why and can't you play it at most locations? For those of us ratio. that don't know, uh, inside it's a, baseball time. It's an inside baseball <laughs> thing, but it's it's basically because it was a Fox title, and, uh, uh, and yeah, when, like Disney, relation- when when Disney acquired Fox, See, this uh, is stuff their, that people don't know about yeah. the movie business is that you have because we yeah. just think you co- you make a call or can't you just go to a blockbuster and get the DVD no, and throw yeah. it up there? You know, I have a laser disc collection. If you can't source <laughs> some of these movies, but somebody's got to if, flip it. If it's started like an HDMI out, like we can set that up. <laughs> yeah, uh, we get stuff all the time where people are like, "Play this," and yeah. it's like, "We'll call up Disney and ask them." Yeah, so you have to. You're, there's a whole thing that happens really? with negotiators yeah, in and the back, and you buy rights to even play movies from certain studios and all that. It's 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 basically yeah, it, it's getting permission. It's getting yeah. and it's it's a it's a financial thing. And, and Disney uh, and and to be clear, I mean Disney obviously have been great partners for theaters for for years mm-hmm. and continue to be. Um, but they they're not you know their vault mentality like applies also to theatrical, which is why it's a big deal when they re-release Hocus Pocus or uh, they just did Die Hard. So they have they, certain they movies where Hard. they're like, we want to lock them up where yeah. no one can see them. Well, they've done well, that for and years. Then we'll, and then every once in a while we'll release, that's that's their deal. They did that with the kids' movies for years because right. every 10 years there's new kids. Well, there's every there's yeah. new kids every year, but they come of age you right. know, every 10 years. You're like, why do they yeah, release? Yeah, I've been to Epstein Island. I know how no, it works. But I mean, <laughs> it's like they are very careful how they release that stuff. But like, we, they do it on a 10-year basis. Sometimes, yeah. but we figured out a way. Uh-oh. All right, <laughs> we had to ask very nicely, and because it's going to be the village's 50th anniversary uh, this year, uh. we're going to get to play a whole bunch of Disney films. We just started a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, we did Muppet Christmas Carol right at the last minute for for Christmas, but uh, last week we ran Heat, Michael Mann's Heat. Oh, um, man. We did Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. This week we're uh, we're the last couple of shows now of Fantasia and Fight Club. Part part of uh, time capsules. Uh, this weekend we're doing um, Toy Story. Toy Story, yeah. We're, we're we're doing most of the Pixar films over the next couple of months. Uh, we're gonna have can Lion I, King, etc. If I go see Fight Club, can yeah. I buy my ticket using crypto? Because that's very important <laughs> to me to stay in the whole thematic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matt, just uh, forward me your crypto. I'll take care of it. Yeah, okay, absolutely. And uh, has Andrew Tate come to see Fight Club at, in the theater yet? <laughs> oh man! Well, y'all play uh, everyone's newest favorite movie, which are just Instagram reels and TikTok. Talk rolling as the they sound of another movie. We pre-show for that. Yeah, <laughs> okay, really. we invented. We invented. TikTok, you actually invented you know? TikTok. Yeah. Uh, now Chewie's been wanting to to show yeah, we do a ask. movie. Yeah. Stuff. Really? We should hook up because okay. Well, that whole all last year. Yes. It was the anniversary of Blood and Blood Out, which is the which is the movie that raised Chewie. You might not be <laughs> familiar with it. It informed Chewie. That movie informed it's Chewie. It's a Mexican prison movie. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's a I good mean, word, isn't it? It's long, isn't it? It's, uh, it's, it's so like two long. and a half. And yeah. it, well, and so is being in prison, John. That's kind of right, long. Bob. It's part of the theme <laughs> of the movie. And then we never got around to it, but all of a sudden, also, I think you could just call it any anniversary you want to. And yeah. the movie's on YouTube, but 
Uh, I, I I I don't know if it's Alamo's brand because it's I mean again it doesn't matter like it's like like any movie is Alamo's brand. It's, okay. It, there's oh. no I mean really there, there's and and uh, you know we play anything like well, it, 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 anything there's an audience for and especially if there's someone who who gives a damn about it then well we oh, need to get the conversation going with you yeah. guys because Chewy has a whole bunch I would love to do a series with you Chew or like every Which two the months the show should you, do a series where we I would love to have a couple of. Uh, there's a you have some ridiculous movies that you love too that would be fun. Only the Strong is one of my favorite movies. And I don't but know if y'all know. There's that some movie. ridiculous yeah. movies, but I think that mm. listeners would come out and watch with you. Yeah, hell yeah. You're gonna I'm, need I'm, yeah. you're gonna need a 420 friendly parking lot, and uh, <laughs> sure. and then I think that you could have your entire series. But I'd going. love that, like the job that you do. Like, do you like kind of uh, cultivate the meals, I guess, or, or create the meals that go with the... Because there's a new place in, in New York that's Let's doing this what's thing. important. Chewy wants to talk about the food. That's right. the most well, no, important part I mean, to him. Well, if I, I'm having a 420 friendly parking lot session, then the food is important. I get <laughs> yes, it. Yes, it is. Yeah. I get it. Well, I know y'all started the food with the movies, but there's other places that are trying to do different well, things. A lot of people like, don't know this, but Alamo created food. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's, absolutely. It started off. The Potato Council, council is talking about it. Sure, playing movies at 420 and then went from there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, do y'all create those meals or like? Yeah, not not us directly. Drinks? You know, we've we, we, we've got a culinary team, but but absolutely in the past, especially if we get a chance to see something early, we'll we'll toss in ideas about ah uh, yeah you gotta. Uh, do this thing for that, or uh, here'd be a weird, weird name for something. But yeah, you know, I mean, it to the extent that you know, here and there there'll be a movie that will tell like the chefs like we need to do this this particular thing, and you need to trust me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think back to I mean. I wasn't like the first to play the room. Tommy Wiseau's the room oh, yeah. here in Austin, but I I like really emphasized it when when I first came on board about 10 years ago and I told I told, I told uh our bar team at South Lamar I was like just you need to trust me I I need you to to make a menu item uh on the on the on the POS so that people can order what's called a scotchka and they're like what <laughs> I was like, you need to trust me like just just whatever like this just the cheapest worst vodka we've got and the worst scotch, scotch we've got if it can legally be classified as such just put it on there charge whatever we got to make it like it can be overpriced it doesn't matter uh, but we have to literally sell this awful awful drink and I will drink it when mm. introducing the film and we will sell a lot of scotch because and we sell a lot of scotch because whenever we play that movie, and it's a terrible, Whoa. terrible drink, and I'll tell Sounds people disgusting. that, and it's, it's what happens. Can I host a baseball doubleheader movie night? What do you got? Which I movies? think Bad News Bears is my one of my favorite movies of all. No, not, no offense to Rick, but the original. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's just a brilliant movie directed and by Michael Moneyball. Ritchie. And probably Bad News Bears Money go to Japan. <laughs> and then uh-huh. I think is a third, if the triple header, then probably Bears, uh, gonna, the original say. Major League. Oh, yeah. And okay. then Moneyball's obviously is great, but it's like... I think I want to do baseball comedy. How numb header. is my ass going to be? Because this is you got you got four to four or five films going. Right I would now. love to do. I love baseball. We'll play movies. them all at once. Yeah, we'll do it like a silent disco style. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Tune into whatever. I movie like you baseball want. movies. Where do people yeah. go to find out everything that's happening at Dallas? Drafthouse.com. That's yes. it. And uh, and you go in there and you see now that the the draft house is. You got to click the Austin button now because Draft House is uh, universal. Forty and going locations everywhere. across the country. Dang. Dang. So nuts though it's, that came out of a one weird Quonset hut kind of building. No one asked us to invest. Yeah. No, yeah. where you walked up the Damn stairs it. and somebody would just like check you in, oh, yeah. check your student ID. Yeah, it was old, way way old school. Yeah. 
And I, I, well, I used to spend oh. a lot of time when I, because I was younger and I had a lot of free time. I spent a lot of time because the draft house used to have like a message board uh, uh, where oh people no. would do a comment board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I would start fights on the comment because there was always people making weird complaints and uh, I just liked making fun of Those people, people are still out there. Yeah, they're on, they're on well, Reddit. Movie, the <laughs> so I don't want to get you in trouble. Draft house but, yeah, movie nerds are Settle weird a fight nerds. I saw on the internet yesterday. Settle it. You guys are the experts. Uh -oh. I have my opinion. Who saved movies, Tom Cruise or Barbie? Uh, Tom. Tom. I, Tom. I agree, 100%. Yeah. There were Tom. people all upset on something called the internet yesterday that Tom. Barbie, Tom somebody saved, said that, who right. said, Tom somebody in the Golden Globe, five guys Barbie that saved, that, uh, Barbie saved 2023. Like, Barbie yeah. and Oppenheimer saved 2023 because, and, and you know, it was a joke, but it was this was a massive, massive film, and and everything else underperformed. Everything except for Barbie Barbie's and Oppenheimer. The most way fun I've had going to see a movie in yeah. in ten years. And also, yeah. we talked earlier about what drives people back to see older movies. Mm -hmm. At some point, there will be Barbenheimer double features yeah. in the yeah. future, uh. ten years down the road, and everyone will be pumped to go back and spend five hours sitting there and remember <sighs> all the chaos that came with it this summer. Um, that's the stuff that drives people back and keeps people going back tom saved movies barbie made people excited to go and buy lunch boxes and remember right. all of those we're things that they had growing up we're gonna do the oppenheimer movie party with sparklers yes <laughs> bye guys uh See thank you, you very much Thanks for coming so in. much That's come in Johns. anytime john lair john smith from we love, Draft House. We yeah. love this idea of the the time capsules we're gonna have to look over the the list guys and pick one that we're going to sound good Forward. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> Nods to the Odd. It is time for Nod to the Odd. We go around, we find the odd stories, let you know a little bit about them. Pierce Brosnan. I know that name. He's in hot water because he was in hot water. I mean, he's Bond. He can get out of hot water. He got in hot water and it got him into hot water. Actor Pierce Brosnan could be facing possible jail time. Uh-oh. What did he do? Violated federal law. He uh, got off the paths at Yellowstone National Park. Oh, you can't do that. And he got into thermal areas. Uh, you have to stay confined to the trails. Violating closure and use limits. But he's uh, Bond. James Bond. I don't... I think he needs to take his British... Is he British? Yeah. Yeah. He needs to take his British ass back to... That well, British island. I don't know if he's... He's, he's worked here in Austin a lot, you know. He shot the sun out here at Star Hill Ranch. I don't that care series. what he's done. I'm just saying, he's, still he's a friend of the city. I, I think we should support him. He, maybe he doesn't know the American... The federal law... Rules. He's a, he, oh, he's an Irish actor. Yes. Oh. Well, you know. Criminal charges yeah. were filed against him on Tuesday. Foot travel in all thermal areas and within the Yellowstone Canyon between the Upper Falls and Inspiration Point must be confined to boardwalks or trails that are maintained for such travel, etc., etc., and are marked by official signs. But he didn't. A representative for the 70-year-old Brosnan, who's best known for his sin as James Bond, would not reply to requests for... A comment. He was Remington Steel, too, right? There are 2.2 million acres. There are more than 10,000 different hydrothermal features, geysers and hot springs. But the guidelines and warnings are clearly laid out. And Pierce Brosnan, he's, what are you going to say? Oh, I, I don't know how to read English? Only Gaelic? 
Hot springs have injured or killed more people in Yellowstone than any other natural feature. More than 20 people have died after entering or accidentally falling into Yellowstone's hot springs. Hmm. So they say, don't go in there. In August, a 49-year-old Michigan man was arraigned in federal court for traveling off trail in Yellowstone's thermal area. He suffered thermal burns. He's banned from Yellowstone and Grand Teton National Park's why you see the Golden Globes? Mm. Ladies had their Grand Tetons out there. Dang. Criminal charges are resolved. Criminal? Oh, okay. According to the park. He just signed a few 8 by 10s and was gone. No, 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 no. This other guy. Oh. But the thing is, oh, other Pierce. people have been... Would they let Daniel Craig do it? I bet they would. Sean Connery? Sean Connery. Look well, down. I don't know. Here's the thing. He would have cooled down the hot springs. If they don't throw the book at Pierce Brosnan, then it's going to be a precedent. It's, it's a precedent because. But they can just. Can't they just um, act, uh, deport him Here's back the issue. to Ireland? Here's the this, issue. With a warning. Multiple violators in recent years have faced a 10 day jail sentence oh. plus hundreds of dollars in fines and a lengthy ban from Yellowstone. If they don't do the same thing to Pierce Brosnan, then that's they the legal like system standing up yeah. and saying, if you are wealth, if you're a wealthy, attractive or celebrity, famous, yeah. the law treats you differently. And as we all know, <clears throat> that's actually the truth. Okay, we're the, we're, are, is, that po- is that all that stuff posted at yes. the entrance? It's very clear. In me. English? I've never even been there. Maybe it's not in Irish. That. What if Pierce Brosnan, at 70, had fallen in and cooked into an Irish, made himself into an Irish stew? It probably would have done good for his back catalog of movies and stuff. It really probably would have. You know, they right. probably, the Alamo Draft House would probably have a Pierce Brosnan festival and show episodes of Remington Steel and all that. I don't even know what else Pierce Brosnan's been in. Your mom? <laughs> no. Now, come on. My mom's gone. Wow, he must have done yeah, an show amazing some, job. Show some respect. Like Pierce did for your mom? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to the Odd. The Hershey Company is being sued for $5 million. $5 million. Why millions when you can have billions? A woman is suing Hershey for $5 million. Um, is this going to mess up the chocolate? They got plenty of money. Well, Hershey now owns the Reese's Company, right? And Reese's is famous for their Reese's peanut butter cups. But during different seasons, they come out with different shapes and different types of Reese's peanut butter cups. Uh, you know, there's the one that's the at, at Halloween that is shaped like a pumpkin, the jack-o'-lantern one. Mm-hmm. On the wrapper, the outside of the seasonal package, the peanut butter cup appears to have a jack-o'-lantern face. But on the inside, it's, it's, just, uh, it's just a pumpkin. A woman is suing Hershey for $5 million because the candy doesn't match the wrapper design. She's got a case. Well, I mean, don't they melt during transportation sometimes, I guess? Cynthia Kelly is bringing a class action lawsuit. She says there should be a cute-looking peanut butter cup inside there. She believes the candy in question should match the outside wrapper. She is seeking at least $5 million in damages. The peanut butter pumpkins have been around since 1993. It wasn't until recently that they started including the face on the... And she says, look, when you made the change, you incentivized me to make the purchase. Before, I never did. Now you've incentivized me to make the purchase. It's unfair. You owe me $5 million. That's... 
They'll they'll settle for like a one point five, right? Why ask for millions when you can ask for billions? I don't think they'll settle for one point five. I think they'll settle for like ten or fifteen thousand dollars. But everybody's gonna get a payday that nowadays. Nah, give me everybody a gets everybody gets a payday. Damn! They have insurance for lawsuits like this, right? They do. That's why they they just settle. They go, okay, look. Let's not deal with it. Let's let it get into the, the news cycle so that we can get the name Hershey and Reese's hmm. listed in all the papers. Now, that advertising would have cost us however many millions, so now we'll just settle this lady and we'll look at it as, a, as being equal in the end. That's how it works. All right. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nod to the Odd. Finally, a man crashed his car into a Bass Pro Shop in Alabama. Now, that's not the odd news. Where it gets odd is that after he crashed his car into the Bass Pro Shop in Alabama, he got out of the car and immediately stripped down naked. Don't they have a fish tank in there? But ladies and gentlemen, that is not why he is in the news. Because the the reason he is is because, and Bob called it, oh. there's a giant fish tank yeah. in there. Okay. He ran yeah. up naked and then did a cannonball, but not before yelling out, Cannonball! I love this trend. Right, that's a dare. Jumped into. That's a bet. I love this trend. That's a bet. He's a 42-year-old Alabama. I don't know that it's a bet. Why would you crash your car and ruin your car? Maybe that's part thing. of the bet. I don't know. This Alabama man, it's a whole different vibe down yeah, there. Yeah, it's almost Florida, but just almost inland. He swam with the fishes for a while. Cops showed up. When the cops showed up, oh wait, for a while he got out, and then he stood underneath the waterfall with his dangler out there. Well, the kids. Come on, the kids. He's now, now, now he's a predator. He's now, now known as the dangler angler. Yeah. Oh, my oh, goodness. I like that. He did eventually leave the waterfall, but only to scream at two officers. You're not the boss of me. You're not the boss of me. Then he yelled, cannonball, and dove back into the giant bass tank at the Bass Pro Shop in Alabama most exciting thing that's happened there in decades. I want to see more of these, honestly. I know people hate them. Here's why I'm upset. You're telling me that all of the entire goddamn state of Alabama that nobody has a, a, a cell phone? Why can't I find cell phone footage? I know. Did, did uh, What city? What is, is this on uh, I-10? Which one's, which one's the higher end, Cabela's or Bass Pro Shop? Wow, you just started a real fight with our listeners. A is it, real is it divisive fight. Like There's that? another one, too. I was a Cabela's guy. For, well, you know, Bass bought out Cabela's. It's the same company. Now. Oh, it is now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. It's the same thing. You know that like Coke and Pepsi are both owned by the same company? Yeah. What? Now you're going to tell me there was no moon landing. Moon, also owned by Pepsi. Yeah. You know that Ford and Chevrolet are the same company, right? I mean, there's a lot of places with just Chrysler and parts and engines. Wow. So. I didn't know this stuff. Yeah. yeah. Any, any further news on Piers Brosnan? Anything changed? No. Uh, no, no still in trouble. I'm, okay. Uh, the man was in the water for about five minutes before officers arrived. He got out and stood in the uh, waterfall for a while. He was eventually apprehended when he tried to climb up on the side of the aquarium and he slipped he fell to the concrete floor and was momentarily paralyzed. Police apprehended him. They grabbed a wet man covered in fish dew. Ugh. And he was naked? Naked. Not even. That's fine. He faces several charges, including oh, come on. public lewdness. Let him go. Disorderly conduct. Just having a good time. And unstoppable awesomeness. 
It's what makes this world fun. God almighty. Someone's gonna see a wiener at some point. I mean, Absolutely. There should not there should not be the percentage of people that have seen wieners in this country. Yeah, how does far that work if, than what you think? Yeah, oh go ahead. Folks, please. Our ancestors did not put on a bunch of blue coats to find a bunch of British in the red coats. So that Pierce Brosnan could come over here and get off of a trail and do whatever the hell he wants to do. It's America, They did it. it so we could have freedom. You know what happened back in the day when we had kings? If you wanted to take your pants off and jump into a tank of fishes, they would cut your head off. Do you know that? They would put you in a guillotine or an Iron Maiden or they would pull your legs off. But George Washington... And Thomas Jefferson and those guys, they took a break from having sex with their slaves. And they said, you know what we need to do? We need to have freedom for a white man to jump in the water whenever he wants to. And God damn it, we have it now. Thank God for America. Don't you get a sex offender rap if there's kids watching all this? Yeah. My only Dude, complaint don't you have is... to be registered... Is that thing wasn't you've full exposed of bush yourself? Light. What? Oh, Natty lights, probably. Yeah. Can I say something about Alabama? Yeah. None of the bushes are light there. You know what I'm oh, saying? Man. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it is. Hey, baby. You come over here and check this out. Yeah, if you if you pee in public now, you're going to get a... A sex offender a thing? Public lewdness. Even if you go behind a, you know, yeah. trailer. Sometimes you have to, though. I know. You I mean, hope yeah, not I mean to it's get just caught. nature. You, when I'm supposed you, to dig a hole I supposed to do? and yeah. lay down? What am I supposed to do? That's covered everything up. They got like, all these signs everywhere. No public restrooms. Like that last scene in Saltburn? Is that how I got to pee? What's the last scene in Saltburn? Oh, man. You got to watch Saltburn, bro. Yeah, I saw it. it. Some of the scenes are a little hard for me, I'm going to be honest with you. It's uh, the drink in the bathwater one? It's a little <laughs> depraved, I guess. Oh, word. you think? A little? Is there another word for depraved? I had no I can... idea what that movie was going in. And that, that moment where he drinks the water. It I got to be honest with you. I go, God, it gets I way dirty. And I told my wife, I was like, I don't know if I can. But I told you, like, what I like is the impulsive, can't self-control type thing that I like about whatever. Like, you can't control how, I don't know. That don't kind of that the, kind of touched that. And although I, I wasn't remember. like, I wasn't disgusted, but I, I, really? know, I wasn't turned on, but I was intrigued. That this was a level, like, I don't know, if was this a book first, or? I feel like it has to, I mean, who sits down and goes, I want to, this is the movie I want to make. Bob should not watch Saltburn. Bob, you I'm should not, not watch, watch it. Bob will turn the movie off. He won't get all the way to the end but of Saltburn. But you would get 10 minutes, 15 minutes in and be like, okay, Someone was talking about it, and I remember sitting down, and I was like, uh, oh, should we watch this one with the kids or whatever? Like, I didn't know anything about it. Could it you looks imagine? like a kid's party movie. It looks, I thought, oh, well, this looks like a period piece. I bet my daughter will like it because she likes all the costumes and stuff. I'm so glad that I was not sitting next to my daughter watching that movie. She'll, it's going to get around town and your daughter will sneak off and well, watch it with her we, friends. My wife and I were talking about it and she said her best friend sat down, her best friend sat down with her dad. Yeah. And they started watching it, not realizing it, and then they... Both were like, okay, we can't, we can't not sit next to each other during this movie. That that only makes the kids more interested. Right, and we, when right. it's possible anywhere to watch this movie, then yeah, they're gonna watch it. I want your kids' reviews on Saltburn tomorrow. The freaks come out, out at, at night. night. Hey, the freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at night. People online are are noting that they they hate nothing more. I guess it happens on Slack a whole lot. I don't. You, we don't use Slack because we the three of us. I think that's part of my wife's company, Slack. Are they, they, is that they a do. holding of It is a holding Salesforce? of her company. It is. 
and Tableau and all that stuff. Yeah. It's all the same company. But if you work in a big company, that's usually how you communicate now is with Slack, which is really? basically like a is it encrypted messenger. maybe or something. Is that why it's secure? I guess because you can go back and see the threads more easily than you can. You know, right now we have to go back and look for when we communicate. We have a communication thread. Here's the thing. There's no business on it whatsoever. Mm-mm. It's Chewy sending us food pics or big juicy booties. Right. It's Bob sending pictures of electric bicycles or a new article, and he goes, see? See? They're popular. See? I'm not crazy. Let's go back and let's look at, and then there were three. That's our that's our message chain. Let's we don't see talk if we had anything interesting in there. But gonna, I guess another company. Well, you guys don't respond well, usually. But they're talking about this thing that's happening, and it does happen sometimes, and it's happened before in this building, and it upsets me. I, I get what they're talking about. They're saying, hey, they there's not the one thing that people said they hate the most is when somebody on, on Slack or instant message or messages or whatever just texts, hey, mm-hmm. hey. They're like, it's that's rude. A, that's a cry for help. It's desperate. That's that's someone needing some attention. But I don't know why they're not more specific. Like, hey, you doing anything tonight? Yes, that's what I... Right, or hey, let's go to the movies, or... I want to know whether I need to ignore your texture, and I need all the right. information in it. Unless it's one thirty when you're drunk, don't text me, hey. If you text, are you busy Friday, I need to know why you're asking if I'm busy Friday. Mm. Right. Do I need an excuse, or do I need to say yes? Correct. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for understanding where I'm coming from. All the information needs to be in one text. Don't go, hey, bud, you got anything going on this Friday? You always start with a no. Just be like, man, I got this thing. And then if it ends up being good, whatever right. they're doing, then you're like, oh, oh my man, thing got canceled. I just got freed up. Yeah. That's the best. That's the move. You have to do that. But why doesn't everybody understands? Why would you text somebody? You free Friday? What you write is, hey, I just landed a ticket to the potato palooza. It's happening on Thursday night. I got a free entry to P- Potato Palooza down at Speakeasy. The Potardi. And do you what, fully loaded? Potardi fully loaded. Mm-hmm. Are you are you free? You want to you want to join me at Potato Palooza? It's now a hot ticket. Now I've given you a yes or no that that right. you can actually deal with. It's very annoying to me if you if you if you bury the reason because then I'm not gonna. If are you free Friday? Because then I'm going to just say no, because I'm like, I don't I don't know what this is going to be. And then that's when they're like, oh, because I just got a, I just got a ticket to a place where they're going to give you a full body massage. And, oh, because your wife just said that you could join me for a, a three-way and some DMT. Well, wait, I meant yes is what I meant. I didn't know. Who are the other two dudes? Doesn't matter if that there's would, enough DMT. That would be my question. <laughs> I hate, like, how's it going? question mark like how much information do you really want and how much how much time do i want to spend laying out my life for you oh yeah or are you just you know what i mean like yeah if you really answered that question how's it going that would be pretty long what if well i'm glad you asked what if you always answer when somebody says how's it going what if you're always your response was always what do you want yeah what do you want from me what do you want from me did you just butt text me is this meant for someone else? We want. Hmm. We're just checking in. What are you checking in on? What? Be more specific with hmm. your text. 
I think I'm good with the in and outs of text. Now, I don't return text immediately, but I'm just oh, like... you don't? I got to think about that and then take a nap for a few hours. I will say this. You are so much better at returning text than somebody else in this room. Oh, if you look at... If you open up Bob's phone right now, mm-hmm. there's literally hundreds of unanswered texts. Your stuff doesn't interest From me. friends. Bob, Bob will write something to you. Bob, He's not doing anything This is how Bob texts you. you Bob will go... Hey, uh, I may need your help around 6 p.m. today. Are you free? And you'll write, yeah, what do you need? He won't respond. And well, I'm like, I'm busy. I'm well, doing well, things out But you literally just texted me, so I know your phone is near you. You just you just hit send. I replied immediately. Where did you go? I don't know. Probably doing something. Hey, message the wrong person. Yeah. I got, I got obligations. He does, it, he does it at least once a week to me. No, I do not. What? At least once no. a week. At least I'm not putting booty pictures up there like you know who. That's a good thing. Who complains about booty pictures? Who's ever well, complained about I don't about because that? I don't want to. That's your identity. That's your, you know. It's not my that's identity. how you identify yeah, I'm a, as a booty I'm chaser. I'm a hetero male that loves big booties. And you cannot lie. I'll identify as that. I don't know what you are. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, you are s- you answering texts right now that you should have yesterday? No, I'm trying to see some things that we've been... You know, I send pictures. I sent you pictures of. Do my you like a thick? Firm, I sent you two pictures of my Stanley mug, was or just a gigantic booty. Uh, th- I mean, that's a misconception. I don't, it doesn't have to be huge or gigantic. It's really proportion and and shape, all oversize, always. Hmm. Like if I smack it and it makes a smack sound, I like that. Yeah. Well, what if I smack it and it's like throwing a a, a rock into a pond? If you're hitting bone, then the, uh, yeah. No, it throws all the ripples out is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. That's that's what we call a recoil in the biz. <laughs> and you got to test that thing. And see recoil. Recoil. And see how much recoil is on that thing. Caller. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, brother? Not much. I'm just trying to win some Creed tickets. Did we say to call in for Creed tickets? You and the rest I of forgot. the city. We did not. Oh, oh no. tell us the answer. What's the answer did, to the question? Let's answer the question, bro. Yeah, what's the question? If you got got the the answer, answer. we're going to send you and a friend to go see Creed. I know we had a guy yesterday that we said could call back today. Yeah. That's That's not him. Clean skate. That's not this guy. This is just somebody else. Now, go ahead. Give us the answer. Give us an answer to the trivia question, and we'll send you and a friend to go see Creed. No, wait. Okay, what was the trivia question? No, no, no. You heard it. We said it. You called. You must know the question. Oh, man. No, I guess I didn't hear it. I turned the radio down. Uh, Can you take a guess? Just Just take a stab. Wait, are you trying to get tickets by letting us know that you turned the radio off? Yeah. That doesn't help us for you to turn the radio off. Oh, man. What prompted you to call in? All right, all right. Uh, Let me just guess something. Uh, Cantaloupe. Ooh, judges? That's kind of close. Yeah, it's close, really close. But we had, with Creed, I mean, it's such an expensive hot But the ticket, actual answer is honeydew. Oh, that's yeah. the money melon. Oh, wow, well, so sorry, buddy. <laughs> so sorry. So <laughs> close yet. Higher. Man. So far. I, <laughs> I'd love, I love that when they, when they came down and said, we're going to have Creed tickets. I remember we all kind of had a weird we moment, like, well, and then I was like, you know what? Know. I bet these are going to be yeah. a hot ticket, and they oh, certainly are. I got are. so many people messaging me for Creed tickets, uh, men yeah, and men know, and women, but no one messages Chewy for like, hey, I dumped that. Why'd you dump that? I don't know. So, I don't know. I don't know how many Creed tickets we got, sir, but they haven't gone out yet, okay? 
All right. Oh, man. Pay attention. Okay, thanks, guys. All right, thank All right. you. Sorry oh, you man, lost. I wish we could have helped that guy out. Let's see. Caller, what's up? Yes, they, I'm trying to get Creed tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, go ahead and give us the answer. Honeydew. Sorry, it's cantaloupe. <laughs> it's cantaloupe. It was cantaloupe, man. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bud. I hate, I hate, I hate I love our listeners, actually. That's funny. It made me laugh. Uh, uh, can y'all shut up about... Can y'all shut up about texting and give us the tickets already? Just give us the damn Creed tickets, please. Come on. Just give some What are your texts with uh, Spencer like? Because you guys uh, have your own unwritten language, right? So you could probably... I would imagine the text between you two are just one or two words. They're really short. And Spencer and I do this thing. It's really embarrassing. But I think I started... Um, and it really begun from like South Park uh-huh. character, but I would start calling Spencer Daddy. Mm-hmm. Damn, Daddy! Okay. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. And now, <laughs> sometimes when we're alone, or it was, it's weird when there's a third party or <laughs> a girl there, in. Or yeah. a woman, yeah. and here's us and call each call other her- Daddy. And it's just funny to us, but we're out in you know the grocery store, and they're like, eh. I mean, that's that's an adorable couple right. that call each other Daddy. That's so, so. cute. Uh, that's what you'll see in my text messages okay. and, and a lot of insults. Yeah. Um, and then I'm in a group message with all of my uh, oh, friends. Like floppy and all those guys. And, yeah. 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 Who's also going to try to call in and win today is asking, when are y'all giving away the Creed tickets? We got we to gotta come up with something well, crazy. He is, there's a, he's people. a public servant, isn't he? Well, they call them heroes. I don't know I think he deserves- what they do exactly. <laughs> I'd give them my pair if I had them. Oh, he does that. Hi- he does that highway thing where he turns yeah. on the lights behind somebody. He's like, "Oh, you forgot to put gas in your car? Well, let me be a hero and give you some free gas." That's what he does, right? Yeah, I got a pair for him. Hey, man, he's doing God's work. Didn't Even God, God didn't God make the car break down? Yeah. <laughs> maybe they're supposed to be cut his that. hair. He's got a whole new look. Where's the uniform? I bought his lunch the other day because I thanked him for his service. You don't, don't, thank, don't do he's that. Not, it's a, he's getting, why? He's not a fireman or a police officer. He's, he, he, none of those things. He's and, wearing Dayglo green and a vest. He's got hero and he, and on he a, puts the, the walkie-talkie. He got the walkie-talkie. The owner Joel from from El Dorado gave right. him a bunch of stuff because it was like, oh, this must Doesn't be. Doesn't he work for the city? Here you go. Yeah, he's taking full advantage of all that. Yeah. But the old dollars. Do you know what he had to do to get his job? They're like, "Do you know how to change a tire?" And he's like, "I could learn." And they're like, "All right, you're hired." Is (laughs) he going to be in the calendar this year? He's in the The hero calendar. (laughs) Yeah, the highway hero calendar. (laughs) He's stealing valor as we speak for sure. Oh man, you guys are so hard on him. We'll give him the Creed tickets. Do you know? I bought. I don't have any to give away. But I think give him yours. In this state, you have to go to school. It's doing hours of training in order to get a permit to cut somebody's hair. Mm-hmm. Do you know what you have to do to be a hero? You have to be able to fit in a Dayglow vest. That's it. <laughs> well, H-E-R-H period, E period. What does it stand for, hero? Highway, emergency, road. Roadside. Oversized guy in a green <laughs> shirt. Oh, my God. You're going to be in so much trouble, dude. Uh, Jason. Hey, guys. I'm in the grocery store. Should I buy honeydew or cantaloupe? And to help me decide, can you play Creed? Mm-hmm. 
put them all together. Yeah. <laughs> but for one too many. Uh, sorry, the Creed tickets are not available right now. But if you'd like to insult our friend Floppy, who's a hero, shoot. <laughs> you know what's funny is that now we're now we're giving gruff to him. Right. But that means that the rest of the guys that work for the hero company or whatever, right. is it all part of like the Department of Safety or something? I don't right? know. Are they a division down. of the Guardian Angels? We better not break down. His because car's about to break down. I don't know why he's talking to us. And you know that every one of those dudes is like, now they want to go, hey, dude. You're getting us talked about on the radio, and we don't appreciate it. We got okay? an easy gig here. We don't ask for much. Yeah. We so, don't like to be in the public And you got us all eye. being called oversized guys. And frankly, I just dropped 15, and I feel pretty good about myself. <laughs> so can he turn on the lights and speed? Does he have... I, I'm pretty sure he can get a light and go around traffic and stuff. I don't know about speed. He can't speed because there's there's not enough horsepower in that car <laughs> to get that thing up. going. With does, he have a, he is. does he have a siren? <laughs> <laughs> no, he does that That's with just his mouth. Sounds. He yells that uh, he out rolls, the window. Rolls down the window yeah. and goes. When, they, when, he, when we eat with him at El Dorado and they bring out a taco, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are in so much trouble. <laughs> I have respect for What's our men in uniform. I have respect for the men in uniform. What's he gonna do? Is he gonna twist? Is he gonna twist that handlebar mustache while he waits for a train to run over us? <laughs> Damn, you got him good. <laughs> uh, okay, Creed tickets coming up after the break. After the song, hold your damn horses. Do we do a song contest, or do we just have a? Floppy insult. Insult floppy. If there's for, a roast for, battle for, against roast floppy, battle. yeah. I'd love it. Insult floppy. Yeah, but and maybe you get some tickets. Uh, but we uh, we got them all week, so I think we want to do the singing contest yeah. again. Okay. Where floppy another... could be a shoe in. If he if he makes the calls, I don't know. But We've got to find another commercial jingle. I'd wait five minutes and give us a call. 512-834-0937. I hope floppy's got us on auto dial otherwise. Oh, he just needs to hit redial. Yeah, but... He's got a taco in each hand right now, so it's hard for him to get to a phone. Uh, a little four-minuter would be perfect. Uh, would it, ladies? Ladies? <laughs> ladies, a little four-minuter would be perfect. Morning, to Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. Uh, we have these Creed tickets uh, that are going out. 512-8340-937. Here, don't, don't even unlock them yet. Right. Keep it locked. All right. Keep them at bay. Keep it locked. Here's, yeah, what, yeah. here's, here's what's going to happen today. Just like yesterday, Scott Stapp singing contest. You have to sing in the style of Scott Stapp. When we when people call, I want you to do me a favor, Chew. Just pick one up and go, please hold. Then pick one up and go, please hold, please hold. If you've been told, please hold, you have to stay on the line. Okay. And we'll eventually get to you. Do we know what we're going to have them sing, or will we surprise them with that in a second? Honestly, I... Uh, oh, we figured it out. We, we did. Bob came up with a good yeah. idea. All right. I know what it is, and we'll talk... Yeah. Don't okay. say it yet. All right. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. I don't know if I remember. Okay. Go ahead. 512-834-0937. You can call right. That's sorry. Wait. Did you say Dassau Road? No, I burped on. <laughs> I didn't mean <laughs> Dessari. to. I think it, it's the fiber. Okay. It's going to be 30 seconds from now. Right now. Right now? Unlock. Yeah. Bam. But don't take any of them for 30 seconds because that's how the delay works. So some of these people are just on roto okay, dial. I'm going to wait. Five more seconds, and it's been 30, and then another five seconds to, to dial in. I don't want all the early birds. Yeah, I that's want... what I'm saying. So, so what I'm saying is, wait, no, hang on. I'm watching the time, and in a second, I'm going to tell you to blank him out one more time real quickly, and then you'll take people right after that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm, I'm keeping it blank, so everyone's getting a busy signal until I... Good. And this is officially... 
Now. Now you can open now. it. Now. Yeah. Now you All can right. take that. And those are people Let's that are hurt alive. I love it. Let's see who's going to get on the line. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people trying. Will Austin Scapes make it? Will Floppy make it? Well, oh, he's he's locked in. Let's take a look and oh, see. Okay. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Remember, go do hold, please. Hold, yeah. please. Hold, please. Hold, please. Hold, please. Okay. And hold, please. I have three. Ready did, to go. You did, ready? Did, yeah. Did Austin Scapes or whatever make Austin it? Austin Scapes did not make it. Shh, Sorry, Bo. Sorry, Kevin. Um, we have a Lisa. And you guessed it. A floppy. Oh, big... Big Fatty made it on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, that's them, Floppy. And then another one I don't know the name of. Uh, okay. It just says wireless. So I can't believe Floppy didn't make it through. You you read his name and you picked it, right? What no, he's in the top three. He really was in the top three? He's in those first three. God, he's dead. Why does he want these tickets? He's, he's crazy about can he get the, Can he get the day off from saving lives? I don't know. Can we take him higher? Are they having... Yeah. What? What? Say it. He won't get offended. That's what he sings to the. Is that what he sings to the scale when he gets on it? See, gonna take you higher. See, Floppy's a nice, kind soul. He's I the know. one that do, he's the only one in the group text that doesn't insult, and we all insult, and it, I feel bad sweetheart. sometimes. So he's all right, not, well let's go to let's go to one of the calls, okay? All right, let's uh, let's go to. Is it Lisa? What's yeah, your who's name? This? Hi, it's Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Lisa. How are you? Now, Lisa, you're are you going to be a challenge? Yeah. What do you do here in the city, Lisa? My hairstylist. Oh, perfect. You got any openings today? (laughs) Actually, I do at one. No. He just wanted to know. He just Just wanted to know. Not not too far from you guys. Are you at Um, Sexy Scissors or where where are you? Well, we do. We do. uh, I do Rosa. No, I'm Hair Day. Oh, okay. Hair Day. Oh, Oh, you you cut Rosa's hair. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Nikki. Wow. Dang. Wow. You know, you know, special. Those are important names in the building. Those are people that, they, those are do not F with people yeah, in the building. They, they can, yeah. You got that right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, here's the deal. Uh-huh. We, we want to tell, yeah. we want an opportunity. We want to try to send you to Creed, but well, here's what's going to have to happen. Is we need to hear you. So you're going to sing a song. She was getting ready to tell you what, no, Bob's going to tell you what the song is, but oh. here's what I'm going to tell you. You have to do it in the style of. Scott Stapascreed of of Screed. Screed. Scott Stapascreed. Yeah, you're not going to Creed. You're going to Screed. It's a different, little bit, a whole different band. It's Creed but with a lisp. Uh, so you got to do Scott Stapp style of Creed. Is how you're going to sing it, Bob? You want me to come up with a commercial jingle again? No, or I did we, weren't you? Weren't you? Remember we talked yeah. about the song? Go ahead. I, we be? had some several ideas. Remind uh, me. Help me. It, here, I'll write it down. Okay. If I said it, you did. You were like, <laughs> I know. You were like, it should be this. I might have said that. Oh, it was you? Yeah. But I don't like to take Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah. Okay, here we go. It's a song that everybody knows. I was going to originally pick Happy Birthday, but we're going to go something that's even more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ubiquitous. Okay. Okay? The national anthem, as far as you can get into it anyway, in the style of Mr. Scott Stapp. Yeah, and you got to lean into it, Lisa. you got to lean in. Remember, remember, the guy won yesterday was not being good, but by leaning in. Remember, the energy has to come through the phone. We can't see it. you. Gotta we can't feel see it, you on the big right. screen. So you've got to actually, right. and this is like the advice they would give you if you were a stage actor. You have to project 
Because we got to feel that that energy's got to come through all the wires, all the fiber optics between you and us. Then go through a transmitter and a repeater and then a receiver. And finally into right. our headphones and our radios. All right, here it so goes, ladies and gents. So don't hold back. Here's Lisa with the, the national anthem. Our national anthem, I love. Everybody stand, please Creed. rise. Oh, say can you see? All right, who put Manny on the phone? <laughs> who put Manny on the phone? <laughs> huh? By the Gondurly light Oh, so proudly we held As the twilight spread I don't remember the words, that's it. All right. Okay, well, I'm taking my hand over my heart then. Yeah. All right. I had. I took my hat off. Uh, also, you might want to. Uh, we, we we just took away your. We rescinded your citizenship. Hey, Austin oh. FC called. You got opening day. <laughs> yeah. <Me> too. <laughs> All right, Lisa. All right. Don't go anywhere. Stay on hold. Okay. I'm gonna, do you we put numbers? Win. Do we rank her right now? Thank you, Lisa. Hang on. You mean like an overall score? <clears throat> yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm I already discuss kind of... it a bit. We just privately, am I? I mean, I have a score in mind. I, mean, so I will say that I didn't really hear any of the. Yeah, the I just heard. But also, but, kind of creating your own rhythm. How would Scott Stapp make this his own? Right. His the phrase. It's called phrasing. Now, also remember, I Cadences. give I give her one extra point for having to go first. That's always the hardest thing to do. You're on the spot, right? And I mean, she has a. a, a woman's voice that's hard to replicate a Scott Stapp that's yeah. overly manly. Right. Yeah. The vocal cord structure is different. Yeah. Um, if we were doing uh if we were doing the watermelon sugar guy, she could have nailed it. Wow. Or Prince. Hmm. So Floppy's up next. Do we want to do the same song? Yeah, of course we do. Okay, I guess it uh, gotta keep it even. equal, yeah. All right. Floppy, how are the roads out there? It's good, Matt. You can't count on me to change your tire next time I see you out there. I'm sorry, I can't even hear you. Do you have? Are you, you have a mouthful of food or something? <laughs> He's talking on his shoulder, his shoulder walkie-talkie. What? Okay. All right. I don't know why I'm being so mean to you this morning. It's it just, fun. It's it fun. was fun. I guess is the only answer. Yeah, is that it's fun. How are you this morning, Flop? I'm good. I'm good. Even though you've been calling me fat all morning. <laughs> it has He's been. lost a bunch of weight. I know he has. He was fatter than this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love uh, you, Floppy. Uh, hey, you guys should shout out if you do see Floppy. He's in one of those hero trucks. It's the one that leans to the driver's yeah. side. <laughs> but hero is spelled G-Y-R-O. <laughs> Damn, Damn, I'm sorry. Damn. It's just getting too easy. All right. This is your opportunity, Floppy. I know you've been wanting some uh, Creed, Creed tickets. And uh, and you're already kind of, you're a singer in a band, yeah, right. so it's starting true. unfair. We expect a lot from you, and so we're going to judge you appropriately. All right, all right, let's do this. All right. Can you hear me fine? Yeah. We'll hear you just fine. Oh, Whenever you're ready. I hope he gets a call for a save somebody right now. <laughs> Oh, sure can you see all the diamonds in the a guy with a flat line next to him. Okay, that's a good growl. Uh, 
He's going to get fired. His boss will be like, were you even on the road today? It's cold out there. A woman froze to death. <laughs> He's got the lyrics down. No, keep going. No. Yeah, so we want to know if you know the whole song. I want to. All right. Are we going to get in trouble for no. disrespect? Remember when Roseanne sang the national anthem like that? She didn't that? sound this good, I'll tell you that. I think Floppy's actually doing a pretty, a pretty good job. Yeah, he's doing it, sir. I like the way he said, Glamour. For, but remember this. For a guy who's wearing a fluorescent jumpsuit right now, he sounds pretty good. I'm still going to give him a, a, an okay score. I don't know if he got above... A nine or an eight point five. Okay, well, put mind. him on. Put him on hold. Thanks Hang, on, Flop. We Hang, okay. on, Hang on. He got right. some of the elements of Scott Stapp in there. I think he got a lot of the. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Over the top. I'm going to give him an eight. I'll give him an eight. I had Lisa at six point two. By the way, do you know why you gave him an eight? Because that's what he just did. And <laughs> <laughs> damn bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta give him the tickets just from us. I give him a three one one because I can't give him a nine one one. Is that how you call? How do you call him anyway? But uh, hey, what was the playlist like at Creed? Well, started with a hot dog, then I got a slice of pizza, <laughs> then I went to the potato bar, and then I got. Oh! You don't want Creed tickets, Earl, do you? I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if you got a spare, I might take it. All right. I'm good. We'll see if we do. If you need a spare, there's one around the waist of uh, our friend Floppy right oh, now. Oh, man. <laughs> He's got to use that for the for the people broken down. Outside assistance, anyone? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chode side he assistance. He puts the, hey, Floppy puts the ass in roadside assistance. <laughs> uh, caller, what is your name? I'm Mike. What's up, Mike? How hey, are you today? Mike. What do you do here in the city? Oh man, I got a I got a pretty cool job. I uh, I, I do gun safes. Oh, do you you make them or you sell them? What do you do? Oh man, I install them. I deliver, install them, service them. And then you go back later when the people have left and break into them? No, 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 no. There's there's that. Right. They pay me enough to not turn a crime. All right, good, All right. nice, All thank right. you. Uh, what's like the highest end gun safe you've ever installed in a place? This town's getting pretty rich. I bet you've you've done some high end stuff too, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, all the time. There's all kinds of money moving in the city now, you know. So people got you know nice world worldly possessions, you know. Um, yeah, we do like vault rooms and stuff too. So yeah, nicest safe I've ever touched probably fifty thousand. What? Damn, fifty yeah. gur? Where was that? Fifty gur. The fifty. Thousand Arizona iced teas. Was that in Austin area? Was it where was that? Oh yeah, that's in Austin. I can't tell you exactly where. No, it is, of course you got yeah. 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 Dang, dude. <laughs> we, we get it. That's nice, man. Yeah. All right, here's the deal, Mike. Uh, it's your opportunity. You're the last. Uh, you're the last in line, as Ronnie James Dio once sang. And uh, yeah. you know, you know what, you know the assignment ahead of you, and you know that you have a pretty good. You've been listening, so you, you've heard that there's a pretty, there's a steep hill for you to climb to try to get these right now. So. Yeah, I, you know, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous. Okay. Well, don't be nervous. I mean, the, the only way to beat Floppy right now, I think, is voice-wise, <laughs> I don't know if you'll sound better, but originality, mm -hmm. maybe, yeah. and enthusiasm. Maybe yeah. clearness of signal. Yeah. Like, you're already, your phone line's clear. And even if you oh. lose the tickets to Floppy, remember, 
you could offer him like a one of those five free wings at Pluckers coupons or whatever, and he may trade with you. Well, you know something funny? I'm actually the one that called and said cantaloupe. Oh, okay. Oh, well, wow. way to get through again a second time. Here we go, bud. Uh, here's your here's your opportunity. We're moving out of the way. Gunsmith Mike here, and uh, our gu- gun safe Mike, and he's going to give us the national anthem. Our national anthem, yeah. In style of Creed. All right. You ready? No. Well, oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we Hey Mike, hey, Mike, Mike, yeah, Mike, real quick. Yeah, we said in the, style in the style of Creed. Creed. Did you miss that part? Um, I'm doing it in Creed. <laughs> you've wanted, you want to see Creed, but you've never heard Creed. I don't think he's ever heard the band before, man. <laughs> I, oh, you take that back. That, no, 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 no. I love Creed. <laughs> you said that out loud. We <laughs> 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 use that against you in court. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll own it. I own it. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna go. Let you go one more time. One but the only verse. way you can even even beat Floppy on this is you got to really lean into this, my man. I mean, like an oh. an OC. An OC against you. An OC. Oh my God! The tickets just went to Chewy. Thank you. I, <laughs> I don't even know Creed. I could do Scott Stapp because I can do oh, Eddie Vedder. OC, can you see? All right, we're looking for it. Here it goes, Mike. Second. 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 That's. <laughs> Well, oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we 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 didn't say Louis Armstrong. We We wanted Scott Stapp. Radio. (laughs) MSNBC just said that this is a crueler thing that was done to America than January 6th. <laughs> yeah, do, they, you have, do you have long COVID or something? No, no. <laughs> what, what, what's going on with you? Hey, Mike, actually, uh, all it kidding wasn't. aside, a congratulations is in order. Unfortunately, it's not for you. No. Uh, <laughs> not today, anyway. Maybe a, against a lesser c- opponent you might win in the future, but... What, like a baby? A well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Mike, Mike, they ever have any one of those in any one of those uh, gun safes ever like big enough to like walk into? Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, you're gonna want to lock yourself in one of those, buddy, with the rerun of this show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike, thanks for playing, but it didn't really go. Uh, I also have to say thank you to Lisa, but we got to scuttle her as well. Does this pain you to get this? As much as it pains me, and when I say pain, I kind of. He got to go twice. That's not fair. <laughs> now, you can try again. Mike tomorrow. got to go twice, but he did not win. He got scuttled away. And speaking yeah. of scuttled away, Lisa, now is your turn to get scuttled away. I can't believe it because I don't want to make this guy's day. I really did like the idea of us hurting his feelings. He's helping people. Hey, Floppy. Hey, what's up? Uh, we've got sad news for us, <laughs> which is that we're going to make yeah, you happy. Are you ready to go down to San Antonio and see Creed? Hell yeah, I'm ready to go down to San Antonio and see Creed. Hmm. Uh, We're almost taking them back. <laughs> by the way, if you're someone who invests in the market and you're looking for a sure shot, 
since Floppy's going to the Creed concert, if you want to invest in that Rico Pump Cheese uh, company, because the amount of nachos this <laughs> hey man, guy will put down in the trading, one concert. Dude, you can't do and that on the, the radio. The amount of nachos this guy will put down in one Creed show is going to be insane. I would put all of your money into Rico's cheese and canned jalapeno slices. There's a Bucky's on the way, too, isn't there? <laughs> and a Bass Pro Shop. Do you know, though, after he leaves, the Bucky's change their name to Empties. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Bob, you're a real one, man. I know, man. I, I thank you for your service, man. You're doing God's work out there. <laughs> I know. Thinking of, he's thinking of the highways and byways. He jacks people's cars up and changes tires, man. That's cool, though. He calls. Hey man, I had an interview with Round Rock Fire Department yesterday. I hope it goes through. We'll see what happens. Oh, what, they need someone to fix a vending machine. <laughs> they got they got a flat tire on one of their cars out there. <laughs> they need somebody to be human siren. <laughs> woo 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 woo. Hey, I got real sirens on this truck, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest brag ever. <laughs> what is that pole going to do when you slide down? <laughs> I don't know. Come find out. <laughs> I'm going to come visit you. Oh, my God. You know, they just named, uh, they just, they, they're they looking to hire you, but they have to rename themselves to the Round Rock Fire Department. <laughs> <laughs> A division of Round Rock Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, wait a minute! Why am I jumping in? I like floppy. Oh wait, he mispronounced it. It's wow, Fryer wow. Department. <laughs> God, we're angels, oh, we're man. sorry, floppy. You, the, the important part is you get to go to Cree. All right, I love you guys. All right, yeah. and too, here's buddy. the really important part. Uh, you actually are going to be going alone because we only have two tickets. <laughs> 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 We'll see if we can find you a third so you can we'll take somebody you. with you. We'll get you the special like, seats. Ask for that seatbelt extension. <laughs> see, I don't know why Bob's Why am I picking up? I don't know. I thought you were friends. I'm sorry, dude. This seatbelt extension at a concert is so good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm calling Rosa. She'll make me feel better. All right. Uh, yeah. All right, buddy. All right, you got the tickets. How was the Valentina's, though? I saw you eat the... He's, he's calling Rosa because he knows she has candy up front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, buddy. Congratulations. I'm glad we could uh, hook you up. And you did win a fair and square. Everyone he did, that. actually. So. Surprised. All right, buddy. Well, take care and enjoy lunch. If, uh, all right, thanks for the compliments, Matt. Hey, you're welcome, <laughs> buddy. You're welcome. If if you want, oh God, dude! <laughs> now I gotta see him and look him eye to eye. I know, and I feel bad because we made him sound huge. He, he's not. He's actually in pretty. He's, good he's shape. lost a bunch of weight. He's getting some definition there. So, I ain't scared of you though either. All right, floppy. Uh, we'll see you at the Creed show. All right. All right. Man, man, that was good. That takes that's fun to take some you know, take it out of somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, to break balls. You know, makes you feel better, right? Yeah.